Why this fool got more comics than a motherfucker? Hello, and welcome back to MCMF, the comic book podcast where I try to get you, dear listener, into the wonderful world of comic books by making my friends read those comics. My name is Marcus, Mr. Summers, if you are nasty, joining me on this episode to talk about the six-part story, Devil's Reign. It's Gary. Welcome back, man. I'm back, but it's not just regular Gary. It's NWO Wolfpack Gary. I have red face paint on. This isn't a video podcast. I've just done it for the... For the love of the sport. <laughs> well, just for the love of the game. Uh, yeah. So this is the culmination of, I'd say, the second act of Chip Zdarsky's Daredevil. Yeah. Um, and it rules. This whole run is fucking awesome. Like This run fucks. <laughs> Chip Zdarsky and Marco Cicchetto. There's uh, an issue of this earlier where he, uh, where I don't remember how he ended up doing it, but Matt is sliding through New York, uh, hitched onto a car, riding the door. Yep. <laughs> Wearing a Punisher t-shirt. <laughs> and oh, the, the, the conversation with the Punisher is one of my favorite. I think, yeah. like, I, I never use Facebook, but, like, my cover photo for Facebook say. Uh, the bit where he's got two guns. And he's, mm-hmm. It's after he gives a monologue of like, look how dangerous I am blind. Imagine if I actually used guns, Frank, you fucking lemon, and then he shoots the explosives. <laughs> so good. Uh, like, this is so... It's so good. Uh, and... I really wanted to talk about it because I wanted to talk about Daredevil and how this is kind of like a spiritual successor to Born Again. Yeah. Um... In a similar way to how Back in Black is like a companion piece to it. Uh, And then I forgot exactly how much bullshit is going on with this book at any given time. Yes. (laughs) There's things happening. I'm like, what the fuck? What is happening? Who are these people? Yeah, so just like for me, like I, for the past couple years, I've only been reading like Daredevil, Ghost Rider, Moon Knight, and some of the X Men titles. So, like, for me, we'll probably get into it when we get to it in the actual Devil's Reign. Like, Ben Riley showing up as Spider-Man. I'm like, what? why is he here? <laughs> like, I was thinking that when I, was reading, when I looked at the cover, I was like, oh, somebody reading this has no clue why Spider-Man is wearing this costume. Like, someone is me. <laughs> and has no clue why he's blonde. Yeah. Which I think is, like, an unintended piece of synergy. Uh, because, like, people think of, when they think of Spider-Man, uh, like, when they think of Into the Spider-Verse, they remember that Peter's blonde in that universe. Mm-hmm. And so it's, like, that's an unintentional piece of, like, if you, if the last Spider-Man thing you consumed was that, you might think, oh, they made him blonde. <laughs> and yeah, then he yeah. says, Ben, and it's like, wait, what? <laughs> Who the fuck is this? Um... I read all of this run in like a week uh, during training for my last job because I had a lot of downtime and I was working from home. So I would just sit here after I would finish like whatever they would give us and I would just like 
read and read and read and read. Like, so I yeah. read this. I read the entirety of like the Spider-Man Beyond stuff, like right at, right before it. So like I knew what was going on. Nice. Uh, and this was right after. I feel like me and Will had done that episode on Born Again, so it was like kind of fresh in my mind when I read it. This story is essentially Wilson Fisk is the mayor of New York and has some gripes. Timid way of putting it, man. And the easiest way to explain it is to kind of just explain as we go along with these things. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So. It starts, uh, this is Devil's Reign, issue one. Oh, by the way, which, you said the only one of the tie-ins you read was, uh, was Moon Knight? Moon Knight. Yeah. So I, I have... read a few of them, but I think the only ones I really, like, read, I read the Spider-Man one, I read, uh, the X-Men one, which is also kind of a Spider-Man one, uh, yeah. and the Winter Soldier one. Oh, I did yeah, read Superior so, Four and was bored to pieces. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't read any Superior. There might be. I can't. Remember, I think Thunderbolts happened after this, but I think there was some sort of Thunderbolts title. Yes, I could be wrong. There is, but I don't think it's called Thunderbolts. Um, All right, but it is. Uh, yeah, one starring um, John Walker. Yeah, my dad. Literally, that's my dad's name. <laughs> <laughs> Nondescript white man name. Yeah, it could also be. It could also be like a funk singer. No, absolutely. But like, as a as a rapper, like because he likes whiskey and stuff, we usually buy him Johnny Walker whiskey. Like that's your name. He's like, yes, thanks, Gary. <laughs> thanks, son. Uh, so two weeks before the start of the story, uh, out in the Mediterranean. Uh, the Stromwinds, who you'll have to remind me, are these two... These two are a couple, right? I fucking hate these guys. So, basically, um, in Sadowski's run on Daredevil, um, which I'd recommend everyone go back and read it from the start, it's probably my favorite run on Daredevil of all time. I love all Daredevil runs. I love the happy ones. I love the really gritty ones. But this one, just the art and like everything that's going on. And this one, like one thing that Sadowski does really well is instead of having it be just a Daredevil title, he can juggle characters and their development quite well. So it's not Daredevil versus Kingpin. It's Daredevil story happening simultaneously with Kingpin's. So Kingpin's whole thing is he becomes mayor and he thinks, great, I'm going to have all this power. And then he finds out that these people, the Stromwinds and their group of friends, are like the Illuminati, not like the bunch of super-powered nerds that... I love to hate like Professor X and all that stuff. Literally like the old money that runs the world type thing. And they're like, oh, you're the mayor of New York. You're in our pocket now. You do what we say and all that sort of stuff. So that's their whole thing. Like they're the hidden hand that runs um, all the major cities. I don't know if it's worldwide. I think it's just America for the strong ones. Yeah. Um, they, I do know, like we'll they're find twins, out later on. But... Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> old money. Probably they're yeah. still fucking. Um, <laughs> so, so like, you find out later on in the story they have the power to make someone president, um, and that's sort of like dangled in front of Wilson. But that that's getting ahead of ourselves. So they're like just basically a guiding hand in the shadows, 
It's got a lot of political and financial power. Basically, just a bombless <laughs> pit of money in what they say goes politically across the whole of the U.S. Oh, yeah, she literally says it on this page. She says, we'll, I suppose we'll be talking about the upcoming New York election, brother. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. I guess we just fucking forgot that. Yeah. <laughs> I just glossed over that in my mind. Uh, oh, one other thing. Um, just sorry to interrupt, but like um, Wilson Fisk, because he's so angry about being under these guys' thumbs because he's the kingpin, he murders one of their friends in their bathroom. <laughs> and stands uh, there looking at the blood on his hands like fucking DMX. Yeah, he's like, oh, that felt good, but I have fucked up. So he's sort of like, he's stuck between a rock and a hard place because they've got him basically on a murder charge whenever they want. Right. So not only do they have power over him monetarily, like they've got his balls in a vice, basically. Yeah. Uh, and so Quinn says, uh, shall we crown him again, keep the game moving, or is there a more interesting game to play? Uh and so now we flash forward a week to one week ago where mm-hmm. Wilson Fisk is narrating uh, over a very beautiful page of Daredevil. Uh, Much good art. And he says, how did, how did it begin? My hatred of this man. There are so many things to hate, really. His piousness, his outdated sense of morality. But the thing I always come back to is his hypocrisy. He looks down on our baser natures as he grins in a fistfight. He puts on airs of a saint tasked with succumbing to violence. But he's truly the devil. And he sh- he's walking up to, to Daredevil with a, with a folder in his hand. He sa- and uh, Matt says, Cordoning off a street in Hell's Kitchen? You clearly wanted my attention. Shouldn't you be at home with your new bride? Uh, and he throws the file at Matt's feet and he goes I didn't bring my glasses <laughs> he says, I'll tell you what that is daredevil it's nothing but it should be something it's a folder from my private safe which I dimly which I dimly remember putting together remember maintaining labeled daredevil's identity and the pages inside are either blank or meaningless like a sick joke like someone switched them out from my most secure and secret place. Except they didn't, did they? Did they? I could feel it. You did something to my mind. Who are you? And he smirks. Sorry, Wilson, but it's called a secret identity. And Fisk is so fucking mad here. Nah. He's like purple. He's so angry. Uh... And so now, in the present, Fisk makes a Fisk again, mayor of New York, makes a speech to uh, to essentially put in a law that is that if anyone who does any superhuman shit, uh, you are charged as a threat. Uh, he reminds everyone that he's like, yeah, that reign of dark aliens, that's Spider Man's fault. Like only kind yeah. of. Yep, <laughs> but the thing the thing is like this this law just for in universe context there already is a law in place for everyone who's a superhero slash vigilante under the age of twenty one because of some fuck ups the champions did. Yes, arguably called Kamala's law. Yeah, so he's basically. Um, I think this is. Uh, I know a lot of people love Civil War, but this is handled much like 
better like the sort of putting it in place because it's like a gradual thing the sort of thing that happens like in the real world with like insidious laws they slowly upgrade them over time and stuff like that so this right. is the next they logical start small and then yeah adjust over time to become more and more restrictive to more and more groups uh and uh, also, he married Typho and Mary, who looks very good in this book. Absolutely. Uh, I feel like Chichetto really likes drawing women with curly hair. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you got the, the massive Diana Ross hair by the end of it. Yeah. Great. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and he, he tells uh, the vigilantes, he says, You are not better than us. Not better than the hardworking people of this city. Not better than the fine men and women who fight our fires, who police our streets, who mend our sick. You wish to help society? Be a part of it, not above it. Uh, Great shit. And so they interview various people about this. They call it the Powers Act. Uh, They interview Tony Stark, who's like, yeah, we've done this shit before. Uh... This is because he's the mayor, and he it's an election year, and he wants to win brownie points. Mm-hmm. Uh, he creates the Thunderbolt units, who are just, like, super cops. Yeah. Uh, they ask Storm, because Storm is the, uh, like, <laughs> the ambassador from Krakoa, and she's like, Krakoa has no interest in human laws. We have diplomatic community. Fuck off. <laughs> Great shit. It's just like, yeah, 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 yeah. New York? Uh, no, don't care. (laughs) It's like, uh, in case you forgot about the whole sovereign nation thing, we've done this dance with you guys before and we're not doing it again. Go to hell. Which is also what they said during uh, during Civil War. They were like, uh, this sounds a lot like the Mutant Registration Act and we're not even going to entertain talking to you guys about it. Get off my lawn. We just went through yet another genocide. Go fuck yourselves. (laughs) Cyclops and Cannonball and Wolverine and Gambit had to bury 15 children today. Go to hell. Uh, Moon Knight is the first person we see get arrested. Yes, I would like to take this podcast on an insane detour with background behind it. There's so much background behind this panel. I'll try not to take up too much of the time, but like... Of course he's the first one to get arrested because he's fucking Moon Knight. But at the same time, this is on purpose. So if you go in, like, as soon as this Powers Act is enacted, he's looking for a, a reason to be arrested. So he's out there as soon as it comes in launch punching people <laughs> until someone arrests them. So basically, in the tie-in, which is probably up there with one of my favorite tie-ins of all time, it's up there with the, the Secret Invasion Black Panther one-shot. It's so good. Basically... A woman comes to him, and she's like, uh, I need your help. Because it's around the time when Moon Knight's running the Midnight Mission, so when people have nowhere else to go, they come to him, and he fixes their problems. It's a single mother, she's like, down on her luck, doesn't have any money, she can't move out of New York. A husband who's abusive, who, like, hits her, hits the child, and it's implied he does other fucked up stuff to them. But she's like, he's gonna get out in a couple months on good behaviour. He's already, like, made veiled threats to, like, um associates and stuff so nothing that they can trace back and be like no you're staying in here because we've figured out you're going to try and attack you, your ex-wife again he's like I need to we need to stop him and Moon Knight's like I'll solve your problem gets himself arrested 
in the prison where her husband is because he knows they're holding illegal pit fights and her husband's the reigning champion. He gets in there and gouges the dude's eyes out. He's like, he, he's like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm here to protect like your your wife and your uh, your daughter. You'll never hurt them again. He's like, oh, I'm going to get out and I'm going to hurt them. So he gouges the dude's eyes out and just like makes it so like you'll never harm them again. And he does this monologue as he's like just ripping this dude apart. He ties like you, you see it in this storyline. He's got like the, this weird like bedroll around his head with a moon carved into it. And it's one of my favorite Moonlight like like just monologues. I'll just read it out now. I, I, I can't do any like voices or anything, but it's like they all come back like a warm, stinking tide of copper. The old days, the dog days, the wild dog days. Blood drunk and murder hungry, looking for the next atrocity to fill my belly, chewing on my own soul to feel something, exalted in my own self hatred. As he's saying that, he's pulling out this dude's eyeballs. It's it's insane. And then like. And later on, this like, at the end of the comic, like another like convict's like clean and blood from outside of his cell. He's like, oh, like the this other superheroes and yeah, they're doing an uprising. Will it come for you as well? He's like, yeah. He's like, I thought they didn't like. He's like, they don't have to like me. They're going against Wilson Fisk, and that's the kind of fight you need a wild dog for. And I'm like, yeah, it's, yeah. <laughs> we need it's somebody so who is just not good. afraid to like. It's like, I'm going to take people's eyes in their faces and it's going to be great. We need somebody who's willing to put somebody in the mandible claw in the middle of the street and also make the appropriate man kind noises. Yeah, he's just such a... He's just a sick fuck and I love it. He's like the on the opposite end of the sick fuck scale from Wolverine. Like, I stay away from Wolverine. But if you wanted to lean into it, you want Mark Spector. <laughs> we need somebody who is going to just give a grown man, like, a brain buster in the street. Yeah. Protect someone? No, I'm doing a raw brain buster, pal. <laughs> remember, remember that time he dressed up like Spider-Man and beat up everyone in his strip club? It wasn't just Spider-Man. He also dressed up as Wolverine and Captain America. So he had the, the Spider-Man onesie on, the fake claws, and a Captain America shield. There was also the time in Ultimate where they're like, hey, we need you to do this whole Ronin thing. Uh, and I don't remember why, but he, this they don't know that he's got, like, the multiple identity thing going on. Yeah. So this leads to him, uh, this leads to him developing a new personality that's Rodin. Yeah. Uh, and <laughs> driving a school bus into Midtown High. And Peter's like, what are you doing? <laughs> what is your plan? Just the process. Uh... <laughs> He gets attacked by uh, by the new Thunderbolts, who yeah. are Rhino, Electro, uh, Agony. It's Agony, Scream, one of the one of the. Uh, I'm pretty sure that's Agony. Idiots. Chloe will tell me, uh, yeah. and um, and U.S. Agent. Yeah. Uh, Miles Morales is also swinging into fires and saving babies, you know, doing Spider-Man things. Yeah. I love this Miles costume. I it bums me out. It went away. Yeah. Uh, but I this thought costume... this was a completely new Spider-Man. No, like, it's Miles. Gets... I, oh yeah, I figured that out like later on in the in the story where the champions turn mm. up and he's like working with them. But like I saw this costume, I was like, this is strange. And I think it, this wasn't um, too far after like one of the Spider-Verse crossovers, a Venom-Verse or whatever. So, like, when Ben Riley turned up, I was like, is there, like, several new Spider-Men running around? 
uh, in Miles's book, a kid he befriends wants to be a fashion designer and yeah. designs this costume for him. Yeah. Uh, and uh, the firemen are like, hey, good job, kid. You should get the fuck out of here, though, before the cops show up and uh, do brutality to you. Yeah. Uh, and so, of course, before he can get away, he gets tased by the Thunderbolts or the Thunderbolt units. I should make the distinction. And uh, they, uh, they're they trying to arrest him. Cap shows up and is like, hey, get off him. Like, now. He's just saved some people. And they're like, well, he's a criminal. You're all criminals. You're under arrest too, Captain America. And Cap's like, hey, I doubt it. Uh. <laughs> oh, shit. Here we go again. Cap says... If a law needs to be broken in order to save lives, I'll do it every time. You might as well uh, arrest us for breaking and entering instead of bur- uh, You might as well arrest us for breaking and entering this burning building instead of using our powers. And they go to take Miles' mask off, and Cap just throws his shield. And yeah, not, not throw that again. <laughs> no. Uh, and so spy- the other Spider-Man... Daredevil and the other Daredevil show <laughs> So in this, this is also when Elektra has decided that she will also be Daredevil. Yeah. And she has the fucking cool Elektra size. That's so cool. Yes. Uh, and the, her Daredevil costume rules because her hair is sticking out yeah, of the yeah. back of the mask. She looks like Elaine from Seinfeld. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, and so they they bail into the sewers, and uh, Spidey asks Ben. I'm, God, this is going to be so confusing. Uh, ben asks, "Hey, what the fuck? Uh, what sent him off? What's what's with Fisk?" And Pat's like, "Yeah, that's my bad. Um, my identity is a secret, like you guys's, but it wasn't always like that. The world used to know who I was, and even though I didn't ask them to." Zebediah Kilgrave's children made everyone forget. And Ben goes, the purple, the purple man? <laughs> you mean his kids can mind control people too? He's like, yep. Uh, and Fisk knows something's wrong and that it's my fault. And then I fucking taunted him when he confronted me. So now he's pissed. And he, uh, Cap's like, eh, don't fucking do that. Stop. <laughs> Stop that Catholic shit, alright? Uh, this isn't your yeah. fault, and you going and revealing your identity to Fisk isn't going to stop him from doing that. He hasn't pushed the law through for the good of the city. He did it for his vendetta. He's risking the lives of the people we swore to protect. I wouldn't dare speak for the rest of you, but I won't let a tyrant stop me from saving people. Uh, if you give in to him now, he'll take everything. Yep. Uh, at the Baxter building... Homeland Security show up to arrest uh, Sue and Reed. Yeah, this this was this one was really odd because like, as Reed says, like he's got agreements with the government. Why would like a a law in? Because they say it hasn't gotten to like the national level. Yet. No, this is it's a si- this isn't even a statewide thing. This is a yeah. city level ordinance. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's like, what the fuck? Uh, fuck off! Leave me alone. I'm doing science. Didn't you see me in my lab coat? Uh, 
I, I do want to note that every time Chichetto draws uh, draws Reed and Sue, he just draws like he's like, hey, wh- how can I draw like the sexiest mid forties people that I yeah. can? <laughs> it's disgusting. Like Reed is stupid handsome in this. Yeah, like I hate this guy. Why has he got? Why has he got such a powerful chin? <laughs> Uh, Doc Ock shows up and hits them with power dampeners, like puts the old uh, Civil War era like power yeah. dampening collars on them, uh, and he's like, uh, "The government was happy to look the other way uh, for your agreement, but I've shown them what you're cooking up, uh, and they have no choice. Uh, so you're all coming with me." Uh, Sue gets away for like a second to tell. Torch and uh, Torch and the thing. Hey, hurry! Get the kids out of here. And so he grabs jo- uh, Ben. Grabs Johnny and uh, Johnny. Fuck! There are too many people here. Franklin and Valeria. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and they escape uh, in the fantastic car. Uh, meanwhile, uh, we see Luke Cage. Jessica Jones and uh, their daughter Danielle walking through New York City. I have I have a thought here. Um, and yes. this is tangentially related to something that I've talked about recently on some stuff which is that children in comic books never grow up. Uh, they either end up like Cable and go to the future and come back older. Yeah. Uh, which is also what happens with Franklin and Valeria, but even then, they're still like Franklin's what fifteen yeah. like now. I think even younger than that. I think they're uh, well, maybe not Franklin, but I think Valeria's around. Valeria's 15, definitely younger 14, than fourteen because yeah. they've got other siblings. Those um, two aliens that Reed mm-hmm. and Sue adopted. Yeah, because uh, Franklin's first age. appearance is in nineteen sixty-eight. He is still a teenager. Yeah, <laughs> like. I mean, nobody really ages unless you're, like, a side character that they need to age for the plot. Right. Um, But it's, like, they either end up like that or they end up like Danny Cage, who is... How old do you feel like Daniel Cage is? Because I think she's, like, five. Yeah, it's strange. She's, like, she she looks younger here than she did in, like, the Iron Fist run that we talked about. Mm -hmm. Like, when Danny comes back to New York and, like... um, and she seemed about seven then because she was up and about she didn't need to be carried anywhere and stuff like that as some kids do when they're, they're younger um, yeah so that is, I, I don't understand I feel bad for the, the fucking tinkerer who's been like 90 forever imagine getting stuck in a sliding time scale where you constantly need a cost to be back <laughs> <laughs> look up and you're like damn Magneto <laughs> yeah Magneto should be older than me why am I this old this is fuck um, but yeah, Dan, like this whole time, uh, Jessica carries Danielle pretty much the whole story. Yeah, because it's like how long ago was Civil War? Because she was a newborn then. Yeah, and she was still a baby in Secret Invasion because she got kidnapped by the scroll posing as Jarvis. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, to time it. it. Like how how old is, is this child? No one knows, and that's why you can't just give characters babies. Uh, 
but a bus fucking explodes and Luke goes over to hold it back from falling on somebody's car and Jessica gets them out. Uh, and then Shocker shows up arresting Darkhawk? <laughs> yeah, I don't understand. Like, um, I think maybe Darkhawk... Um, I think there was a run around this time, but it wasn't like there was none of the like the this is a tie into Devil's Reign. They um, just wanted somebody recognizable to be in this, and they're like, "Who can we put yeah. here with no consequence?" Darkhawk. <laughs> I mean, it might not even be Darkhawk, like because there's that whole thing of like the fraternity of raptors. It might just be a random fucking bloke, but <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Uh, but Shocker's like. Uh, thanks for the assist, but the Thunderbolts got it under control. Now do me a favor and put these cuffs on. Uh, my, I know it's because I really like had. A, there's a long-term effect of uh, the spectacular Spider-Man on my uh, development as a person. But yeah, Shocker always looks like he should have a, a Southern accent to me. Yeah. Yeah, that tracks. Uh, Luke tells him to go fuck himself. That's not even me, like, <laughs> like extrapolating or paraphrasing. He says, go fuck yourself, Shocker. Uh, and he kicks up some concrete, uh, hits a bunch of people in the head. And <laughs> Jessica's like, what the fuck are you doing? People are going to get hurt. And he's like, then go call the cops. Oh, wait, I am the... And then Luke <laughs> grabs him, destroys his gauntlets... It just lays into him. He's like, you got a badge now, Shocker. Congrats. You gra- you graduated from trash to official trash. And he it's realizes... so corny. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he looks over and realizes, like, there are people... Like, there are people watching. And he go Like, recording. He goes, this isn't right. Wilson Fisk is a gangster and a fool. A big man who's small who needs to show his power over me, my friends, and you. This isn't just about superheroes. It's about a man with his grip on all of us. He makes it sound like if he loosens it, you'll just get in trouble. The kind of trouble that shows him that it's you who has all the power. I'm not Captain America. I'm not Mr. Fantastic. I'm just a New Yorker like you. And if someone's in trouble, I do what New Yorkers do. I help. If Mayor Fisk wants to stop me, he can come and try. Uh, We cut away to the office of Butch Farris, the new kingpin of crime in New York. Uh, Also, Wilson Fisk's son. Uh, (laughs) Do you want to try to explain Butch further than that? (laughs) Um, To be honest, I can't really remember i think i don't think they go too far back into his like origin or something i think he appears in early in the run as just someone working for the owl mm-hmm. and then you find out gradually that he's actually um the illegitimate child of kingpin because he's not the rose uh, richard fisk he's like a direct like yeah this is my son um because his mother said like he says in this storyline as well but it, it's touched on as well earlier in the run. Like, his mother tried to keep him away from the fact that, like, his dad was Wilson Fisk because she... Obviously, she probably met him when he was being, like, charming, high society, Wilson, look at all this money and stuff like that. Um, and then she found out he was a, a terrible person. Uh, so she tried to raise him, but obviously, single mother, she couldn't really uh, provide for him that well. 
happened just because of bad circumstances. So obviously he fell into crime and just like came up under other crime bosses. Um, I can't remember whether Wilson Fisk knew the whole time, um, or whether it's a recent development that he found out that uh, he's his son. But uh, he's also best friends with Matt Murdock's twin brother, Michael. <laughs> Mike Murdock. All other kettle of fish. <laughs> So let's talk about Mike before we get before we jump back yeah. in. Mike Murdoch is not really a real person. In you, no, he's a Yu-Gi-Oh card come to life. <laughs> Mike Murdoch is the fake brother that Matt invents for himself. Yeah. When people, Spider-Man finds out that he's Daredevil then sends a letter to the offices of Nelson and Murdoch. Like, hey, dude, I know that you're Daredevil, but it's okay. Um, Your secret is safe with me. Mm -hmm. Except he doesn't know that Matt is blind. And thus, when the letter shows up, Foggy and Karen read it, and are like, oh shit, Matt is Daredevil. And Matt goes, um, actually, it's my brother... Uh, Mike is <laughs> my brother Mike is actually yeah. Daredevil uh, and creates this whole false identity then yeah. because of the Nornstone Ma- uh, Mike becomes a real person I don't think that is how it happens it's the Nornstone is involved. I know that. Yeah, I think the Nornstone keeps him from being deleted. But what brings him to life is Rita of the Inhumans. Oh, okay, yeah, that's what it was. He like because like he's like I can't remember, but like um, I think Matt or Foggy or someone has something written down, or Rita's power works where if he reads something, he can make it real. Mm-hmm. Um, and he does that for because the need. But I can't remember if they think it's going to be temporary. But Rita's like, no, it's not. And I was like, oh, fuck, we're stuck with this guy. Right. And uh, and then, because um, I think Butch gets, no, I don't know how Mike gets hold of a non-stone, but I think that's how he's able to In the hood. be deleted. Yeah. Um, because the whole thing, like when Rita brings him to life, he's like, Matt, and then Matt loves it to begin with, because he's like, right, finally the heat's off me. But then like, because he hasn't grown up the same way Matt has, he becomes a bit of a douchebag. But they can't just get rid of him because, for all intents and purposes, he is a living being and he has emotions and stuff like that. And then they stopped caring about the Inhumans and Rita just disappears. So like they're stuck with, with, Mike. with Mike forever. And so Mike pretends to be Matt when Matt uh, when when Daredevil gets arrested and the cop the cops agree, like the cops and the judge agree that he will go to jail as Daredevil and not as Matt Murdock because Foggy Nelson is a good-ass lawyer. Uh, he... They also ask Mike to pretend to be Matt so that, like, to keep up appearances. Uh, and then uh, this story happens where he is still pretending to be his brother. He's also working for Butch because uh, Butch yeah. is his best friend. Yeah. Uh, and so uh, 
Butch tells his dad here, he's like, hey, this shit is stupid. Keep me out of this superhero bullshit, man. Uh, I'm not pointing lasers at the planet or trying to mind control the planet or the population. I'm not you. I'm not going to sit here and go fight Spider-Man. You're a joke and you can't help but poke the bear. They'll eat you. They will and I'll still run this town. Now get the fuck out. I've got real meetings to take. Uh, I want to point out that the way that he, Butch gets this job is um, through a woman named Izzy Libris. Yeah. Who uh, used to, like, she was the head of the Libris, the crime family. Uh, and uh, Matt was fucking her. Uh, <laughs> Matt was the, her daughter in law. Yeah. <laughs> Married, by the way, Matt. Thanks for that. <laughs> yeah, Matt in this run is so good because he is constantly just like, just fucking like every three issues. Matt mm-hmm. is fucking. <laughs> That's why, like, it annoyed me so much when like people had problems with like his appearance in She-Hulk. They're like, "Oh, he's too happy," and he's like, "He, he bangs She-Hulk in like five seconds," and I'm like, "Yeah, that's Matt Murdock." I mean, have you been paying attention? The whole reason he gets involved with that crime family is he walks into their books. Though not like doesn't get to know this woman, he's just, he's just like, oh damn, she smells good. I'm having some of that. Like, <laughs> that's literally it. <laughs> yeah, he's a dog. He's a dog. <laughs> he walks in and goes, "Where? Let me get some of that." Um, and at first, she's not into it. <laughs> she's not into him at all. And Matt and knows. He's hurt by it. He's like, he's like, oh, he's like this it. usually works. The charming blind guy thing. <laughs> It's been like Matt is Barry Bonds. Like he's just like yeah. I'm going to get on base. Let me pretend to care about these books real quick. And so he tries so hard, and then eventually she's just like mad at her husband, and lets me, and it's yeah. just like, hey Matt, you want to come over? He's like, yeah, absolutely. I'll be there in twenty minutes. <laughs> um. Just quickly before we move on, I've read up on why why Michael has the Norn Stone. So basically, he heisted it from. I think he was hired by the Hood and Black Cat to get the stone, but then he also worked with Black Cat to get an Asgardian spellbook, and he did a spell with the Norn Stone that actually made him real and like rewrote history. So he actually is now. Matt's brother, and like so, they they grew up together, and everyone just knows it, right? And uh, he he and Butch were friends as kids. Yeah, Marvel loves a rewrite history spell. Yeah, like it's like nah, retcon. This character existed the whole time. Uh, we're I gonna do it like that happening in a Daredevil room. Maybe it happened in a in a Hood comic or something. I do I not don't recall any of this happening in Daredevil. It might have happened in Black Cat. Because she that had her own book great. for a while. Um, and so Mike pops out of the... After Fisk leaves, Mike pops out of like a closet that he was hiding in. <laughs> he goes, holy shit, I can't believe your dad didn't murder you. He says, he's like, uh, after everything he did to bring back Richard, uh, I figured he'd at least leave me alive. Um, and so now, hey man, you're the fucking kingpin. Uh, looking like my brother definitely comes in handy sometimes. Uh, 
it's like, well, you know, we just need to make sure that my dad wins this election because if he doesn't have the mayor thing, he might come back for his old job. And uh, Matt or Mike says, well, so far he's like you and me, pal, running unopposed. Uh, and again, this is uh, as we go to the next thing, which is Luke and Jessica leaving their apartment. Like again, Danielle is so small that Jessica is putting her she coat looks on even her. younger than she did a couple. Of days yes, <laughs> Jessica is putting her coat on her and carrying her down the stairs. Like this kid is super small. Yeah. Um, and uh, we just got to figure out our next steps. Which their plan is again. This is the same plan they had during Civil War, which is let's just get the fuck out of town. Let's just leave. Yeah, and <laughs> figure it out. And as they get downstairs, Tony Stark is standing there, looking like a fucking scumbag. Yeah. Like, like he's supposed to be trying to lay low, but it's the most obvious, like, look at me, I'm Tony Stark. In my bright red and gold hoodie, in my red Ferrari. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's like, we gotta take down Fisk. Uh, I'm gonna run for mayor. <laughs> Which is a terrible, terrible plan. Yeah, kind of, yeah. Okay, cool. Sorry. Sorry about that. We had a technical difficulty there, y'all. So, uh, Otto and Fisk are talking, and uh, basically, they're working on evil shit. Uh, they've got the purple man here, super naked. Yeah. And, uh, like, like, he's fully nude in this tube, like Zordon. Yep. Uh, and he's like, again, holding Matt's file. And he's like, over the past decade, I've amassed files on anyone who mattered. Friends and rivals. From those at the very top to the young scrappers who dared flex. Secret identities, forbidden trysts, cover-ups and loved ones. And now I'm using them all practically giving them away because I'm in my end game. The funny thing about your files, Zebediah, is that there's nothing in it to use against you. Your children want you dead. You have no loved ones. You have nothing. Says, Fuck you, Fisk. I don't need anyone. Everyone does what I want. Open this thing up and I'll show you, you dick. <laughs> and they, op- they open it up and he says... There we go. Now do me a favor, big boy, and kill yourself. (laughs) Real quick. Kill yourself. (laughs) And Fisk just grabs him by the throat and he's like, Now, now, Zebediah, you know your mind control doesn't work on me. My will is too strong. But it does work on others, doesn't it? Yeah. What a gift. What a squander. Such a strong ending to issue one as well. Yeah. Because he's... We just see, like purple liquid shoot everywhere across Fisk's face as his teeth are gritted. He's hold- He is holding a knife before this, so it's like, did he just murder the purple man? What happened? He says, what a squandered gift. Perhaps it's some time someone more worthy.
Okay, there we go. There we go. Yeah, it's all green bars now. I don't know what happened, but it's fine. <laughs> he says, uh, what a squandered gift. Perhaps it's time someone more worthy possessed it for a better world. As the Stromwins look over uh, posters that say Fisk for president. Yep. Which brings us to issue two uh, of Devil's Reign. This is issue two of six. Uh, this cover rules its taskmaster appearing to murder Spider-Man. Yeah. The sword uh, is inside of him. Yeah, uh, his, the lenses in his mask are broken. And so we, uh, we start in the offices of Danny Rand at the Rand Corporation. Mm-hmm. Reminding Luke that he is not Iron Fist anymore. He says, I appreciate you thinking of me, but you're the one I'm worried about. I saw that video you going around and basically painted a target on your chin. He says, yeah, that's why we're leaving to go see Steve and the others. Strength in numbers, Danny. Once an Avenger, always an Avenger. He's like, I'll be fine, man. I might just drive north and lie low just in case. And so Crossbones, as he says this, busts in. Thunderbolt badge on his chest. And, uh... They're like, here's where we can see them. Or not, so we can have some fun. And Danny's like, oh, okay. Let's get to it. I love and, Danny so much. He's like, oh, there's a Nazi. <laughs> I'm gonna <laughs> fucking throw her. Also, no, Danny doesn't even, like, when Danny says, I'm not Iron Fist anymore, he means this super literally. He does not have the Iron Fist anymore. He doesn't have his powers. He's just a dude who knows Kung Fu. Yeah. It's in an egg somewhere, I believe. <laughs> he's he is just John Claude Van Damme now. Like, yeah, he split kicks a bunch of Thunderbolt dudes uh, and fights them while he gets arrested. And uh, uh, Jessica asks, "Can we get to him or what?" And Stark's like, "Yeah, I mean, he's thirty blocks away. We don't have a jet." Uh, my Brownstown locked down with all of my armors as soon as the government tried to get in. If we're going to help Danny and the city, we need to get to Steve and the others. Uh, back in Fisk's office, uh, he is confronted by Elektra, yeah. who is so cool here. They love drawing somebody completely covered in shadow. Yeah. It's it's the use of black. So I was talking to... Um... Like my my tattoo artist who's doing my sleeve, and if I give him like so for my Nova tattoo and for the Ronin one, there's a lot of shadow, mm-hmm. and like he said he loves the the style because like the more like stuff that's blacked out and like the use of like a small amount of color like the blues and the greens and the golds makes them like stand out more, and yeah. I think that's very apparent in this page. Like the only thing you can really see is like the color of like Wilson Fisk's skin, like the red of. Uh, Electra's costume, it's so good. Mm-hmm. So you good. see some of the highlight on her hair, um, mm-hmm. which the cool thing about way, the way they drew the hair here is that instead of drawing it the way they usually do, like in the next panel with uh, you know the shape and all the black, because she's standing under a shadow, they just drew some lines to suggest the highlight on the curl from coming from the window, mm-hmm. uh, but all of everything else is blacked out. And he, Fisk goes, Ninja, was it? Isn't that the background of Miss Electra Nachios, the current fool dressed as Daredevil? Because you know none of this will stand, Fisk. This desperate play, 
the people you're up against have the powers of gods. And if they attack the mayor, then true power, the people, will remember. I'm tired of all of you, your ridiculous costumes, thinking that because you have freakish lives resulting in freakish powers that you can do whatever you wish. And so she pulls out, like, her sigh, which the... I want to note that uh, the blades are dulled here. Yeah. Like, they're strictly blunt right now because she's like, playing by the man's most... rules. Yeah, because they're, 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 like, they're made by Tony Stark, I believe, in the in mm-hmm. the uh, previously in the run. Uh, they're made, like, billy clubs with, like, side bits on the side because they extend out so you can swing, like, across buildings. They've got electric, like, stuff when you smack them together and such. They're so cool. It's super cool. Uh, and he says, ah, so this is why you've come. You're a killer. You could solve all of this, except you've neutered yourself, haven't you? You're playing a long game with the real Daredevil, which means no killing. I, however, am the opposite of neutered. I'm virile, eager to unleash decades of power. See, I've real spent... Real pure energy here. Virile. <laughs> I don't want to have sex with your city. <laughs> I want to have sex with Hell's Kitchen. Not any kind of sex. No, 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 no. That kind of... bestiality sex. That kind of... perverted sex. What a guy. Uh, He pulls up a scepter. There's no other way to put it. Uh... That has a purple jewel on the end, and uh, floating in it is Zebediah Kilgrave's finger. Yeah. And so he uh, he tells her he says, uh, "Your file I gave away to an eager recipient." Someone who specifically asked for the challenge of the great Electra. They had one request of me when I next saw you, because I knew you'd come. They'd like you to meet them where you first tried to recruit the original Daredevil. To the hand. Now go to them, little ninja. And so she runs uh, as Typhoid Mary and uh, the Thunderbolt unit come in. I don't remember who he gave the file to. He gave it to Craven the Hunter. That's what it was, yeah. He fights, I believe. But I don't know like what they have on her or anything like that, because I haven't read the... But I think the, the self-titled Electra Daredevil happened... Yes, that's where that thing. happens, and I don't, I just don't remember yeah. exactly. But he goes... She, she fights Craven at Columbia University. Uh, and so with the Avengers and by the Avengers I mean Luke Cage holding baby yep. Miles Morales in a hood uh, yep. Steve Rogers uh, in the army jacket with the, the cap costume underneath mm-hmm. uh, Tony Stark looking like a just for men ad Yeah, Matt Murdock looking like Netflix Daredevil and Jessica mm-hmm. Jones are standing on the lawn of Avengers Mansion, which uh, is has been decommissioned. It's now a space for the public. Uh, yeah. But it's like uh, the sub-basement is still active. 
And so he says, are we going to keep waiting for Spidey Prime to go in? Or And Stark goes, he's always late. Uh, we should just go. And then there's some kids standing there, uh, like, recording them. Yeah. And Tony goes, yeah, you got me. Look, I know this must be very exciting for you, but we need you to keep this on the down low, okay? Official Avengers business. I'll make it worth your while, yeah? I'll transfer $1,000 to each of you if you delete the video. How's that sound? And like, sounds like a fucking ripoff, man. We could sell this video for way more. Tin suit pockets ain't as deep as they say. And Tony is just prepared to bargain with these kids. And Luke comes over and goes, hey, how about you guys just delete the video? And they're like, oh, shit, it's Luke Cage. He's like, yeah, and if we're all around together, sneaking around here, bad shit is about to happen, and we're the only ones who can stop it. The city is in danger, and it's at your city as much as it is ours. So do me a solid, all right? I'm like, yeah, of course, Luke Cage, because the kids love Luke Cage. I've also got for this, my only note for that page was Tony gets bullied slash extorted by children. (laughs) (laughs) Some kids just absolutely just fucking humble him. Uh, And from the bushes we see one of the the purple children watching. Um, Meanwhile, we find out where Spider-Man is. He is... uh, So this is the first time we see that it's Ben and not Peter. Because if you aren't reading Beyond, you don't know that Peter is currently laid up in a hospital full of radiation. Uh, (laughs) Um... And so there, Ben says, they asked me f- for me to come by name. They asked me to come alone. It can't be a coincidence that it's going down at the Bugle. That was Peter's place, not mine. Peter Parker, Ben Riley, doesn't matter. When people are in danger, Spider-Man runs to them. Uh, and so uh, <laughs> Robbie Robertson's like, hey, you don't need everyone. Take me and let the rest go. You know, laying himself on the wire like a good fucking editor-in-chief. Yep. And they're like, "Uh, it's classic hero move, Robertson, but I think I'm good. And Spidey shows up and says, speaking of classic heroes, you ordered ordered one? Under 30 minutes or I'm free. (laughs) Uh, And we see that the people holding everyone hostage are Taskmaster and Whiplash. Yeah. Uh, and Taskmaster explains, like, look, the guy who hired me has a file on you, but it's incomplete and he hates that. So it's my job to find out who Spider-Man really is. Which is funny that it is... Yeah, not the real... That it's, yeah, that it's Ben and not Peter. He's got a really good costume, though. I love the, the Spider-Man over the heart. Yeah, it's so good. Yeah, the... Even Whiplash looks good here. I know Whiplash is a jabroni, but, like, this is a good <laughs> look for him. It's like a Mad Max villain. <laughs> Oh, it just looks like a dork. Uh, and so they scrap uh, back on the Myrmidon, the super the prison for superpowered criminals. Yeah. Uh, uh, Reed and Sue are in the. Reed and Sue are in the cafeteria, I guess. And yeah. uh, some dude walks up behind him. This looks like the Fisher King from X Men Red. Like with a shorter yeah. beard. <laughs> he says, Mr. Fantastic, yeah? Don't look so fantastic now. He says, gentlemen, my wife Sue and I are having a private conversation. So it's going to be real private when she's having it by herself. Sue pick like the dude's like pulls a shiv. Sue picks up her lunch tray and 
<laughs> fucking blast this guy. It reminded me of you remember at WrestleMania 24 when uh, JBL and uh, JBL and Finley had uh, like a street fight in the opener. Yes, and yes. <laughs> Finley picked up that. Uh, Philly picked up a cookie sheet and fucking yeah, annihilated JBL with it. <laughs> and so they just laid these guys out. And uh, again, Sue and Reed are super hot here. It's very yeah. weird. I hate it. <laughs> Not so much for Sue. Sue's always been pretty decent. Right. It's like Sue looks like Sue, but like it's like they decided, no, we're going to turn up like the silver fox factor with with Mr. Fantastic. Yeah. It's like, we need people to understand why Sue would just look at him and go, yeah, I want to keep having this dude's kids. Yeah. Um, and so they get separated by, uh, they get separated by the guards. Uh, meanwhile, back at the sub-basement under City Hall where they're keeping Kilgrave, uh, Keeping him in a giant chaos emerald. <laughs> That's yeah, it's the master emerald. Um, Otto says, "Hey, look, this is the best I can do, Fisk. Um, it was only ever a rumor that Victor Von Doom controlled the world using Zebediah Kilgrave. This device will be able to coerce people within New York, not control them. So basically, they've got him hooked up to like a milking machine. Yeah, <laughs> underneath city. <laughs> <laughs> they've got him in a goon cave." <laughs> <laughs> and are just like using his powers to uh, to influence the city. Yeah. Uh, and so Fisk is uh, Fisk tries to use the power on Otto, who's like, "No, no, man, I put neuroblocks in specifically so you can't control me." Yeah. Plus, it's just good to have the men if you're working around Killgrave in general, right? Because he would have just told him, hey, you should kill yourself, Otto. Let me out. And then kill yourself. <laughs> <laughs> he's just, he's just a fucking low tier god. He's... Yeah. <laughs> he's a... He will soap you and trash. <laughs> <laughs> Your life serves zero purpose. Uh, yeah. Uh, so Electra fights uh, fights Craven, who I think by this point is not the original Craven. Yeah, I'm not sure what's his deal currently, obviously because I don't read. Oh, good. Oh, because you don't read Spider Man. So there is a story in the Nick Spencer run on Spider Man called Hunted. Uh, yeah. It's basically Craven made a bunch of clones of himself. Nice. Um, and uh, I think had them fight it out. Yeah, I was going to uh, say, he better have made them just to hunt himself. <laughs> um, yeah, he forced the High Evolutionary to clone him. Uh, he then uh, is like, hey, you got to kill Craven," uh, And then pushes the last clone to kill himself so that he can like go back to being dead. Yeah. Um, Because, like, Peter's like, I'm not going to fucking go deal with this bullshit. Um, Like, he has a bunch of poachers uh, set up to go kill kill each other. And Peter's like, I don't care. Um, Fuck them. 
Uh, but he uh, he kidnaps uh, the lizard's son Billy and yeah. uh, Black Cat to like make them go fight each other. Uh, to to make not to make them fight each other to make Peter come to fight him while all yeah. these guys are fighting each other. Uh, but Craven understands the value of mercy and frees the prisoners and pretends to be Spider-Man so that his clone will kill him and he can once again die in peace. So the Craven in this story is not Craven. Craven. This is Just Craven Two. This is Craven Two. Nice. Uh, yeah, this is not Sergey. This is <laughs> the clone, simply known as the last son of Craven. It's Craven too, but uh, beneath the mask, it's just Kohorobushi. <laughs> <laughs> Craven W. <laughs> <laughs> it's Mitsuharu Misawa. <laughs> <laughs> um. So in the Avengers sub uh, basement. They go to uh, Tony and they're like, "Hey, man, uh, we your plan kind of stinks, man. Um, it should be it, it, we decided it should be Luke." Yeah. Also, they've been dropping like hints here about about something, and I didn't catch it the first time. But like, yeah. Tony doesn't remember his codes here. He tries to pay those kids, but only tries to pay them a thousand dollars. Does not have access to any armors outside of it. Brownstone wouldn't go save Danny. Yeah, yeah, wouldn't go save Danny. The only armor he's got is this like Silver Age setup. Yeah, um, in the basement that everyone's led him to. Right. And so uh, Steve and Matt tell him like, "Look, uh, it should be Luke. Uh, he inspired yeah. people, and in order to win an election, you need to inspire people. Luke's the only one of us who's never worn a mask. People trust him." Uh. And Luke's like, yeah, I don't want it to be me, but it makes sense. This isn't about ego. It's about beating Fisk. Um, and uh, Tony goes, yeah, yeah, man. I'll make sure you have all the funding you need to do this. And um, it's not a problem. But he turns away like from yeah. them and looks super butt-mad about it. Yeah, to be honest, first read-through, I didn't catch it either. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's because Chip Zdarsky is a man after my own heart. And he keeps bamboozling Tony Stark in this run. So there's another plot where I think Wilson Fisk is all one of the crime families, maybe even the Stromwinds. Someone is trying to buy all of the property in Hell's Kitchen so they can like redevelop it and fuck with it. Yes. Matt goes to Tony. And, and he's like, like, you need to buy Hell's Kitchen. Buy <laughs> all of my shit. And he's like, oh, I tried to, dude. And somebody got in before me. Turns out it was Electra. Because um, <laughs> Electra stole a bunch of money from the Stromwinds. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so he got bamboozled by that, and he's so, like, arse mad about it. He's like, oh, someone beat me to it. I had all my lawyers on it and shit. Yeah, so I just thought it was just him fucking over Tony again. But we shall find out. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, back with uh, back with Ben, he's fighting Taskmaster, who has, like, some, like, fucking... Electrocutioner gloves on. Yeah. Uh, he's just getting just getting his ass kicked. He baits. Uh, he baits Whiplash. He's like, uh, "Hey, Whiplash! I thought you wanted to be a list. Weird that you're cool with being the guy who watched someone kill Spider Man." 
He says, fuck you, bug. I'm A-list. And he charges him. Uh, and when he... Uh, he says, locked and goaded, Taskmaster. Uh, and the Taskmaster shocks him and gives him... Uh, throws the collar on him and kicks him out of, like, <laughs> the Daily Bugle's 40th story. Yeah. Uh, but because his powers don't work, when he... Uh, when he goes to use the web, he just dislocates his shoulder because he's up yeah. too high and his body weight pulls on it. Yeah. Uh, and he just eats shit right onto a car. Yeah. And they, I've got uh, Ben takes a Shane McMahon bump, brother. <laughs> ben Riley takes the bumps that Shane McMahon takes for his father's love. Yeah, this is a fucking bad bunny backlash bump right here. <laughs> God, God, he didn't have to do all that. He seems to be sending it if he recently. Yeah, he was like, oh, I thought I was going to die. die but I love it. <laughs> <laughs> like, that was the prevailing thought, like, during the match. was like, oh, Bad Bunny is going to die for this shit. Yeah. Like, yeah. he is so willing to just totally eat shit. Uh, and so Otto, using Reed's lab, opens up a portal to three other dimensions and grabs... Three different Otto Octaviuses. One who Good. is uh, the Hulk, one who is Wolverine, and one who is Ghost Rider. Yeah, he's got like, he, and they're all specifically from their universe's superior run in. So obviously, this universe, he took Spider Man's body. Right. So he's gone back in time, but to alternate universes. So for some reason, Wolverines, Doc Ox, Arch Nemesis in one, Hulk's in another. Hulk makes more sense because they they could be rival scientists. Ghost Rider is just baffling, but yeah. It's just like, uh, sure, alright, I guess. <laughs> he I've does go to one my... where he, like during the Superior 4 book, like the, the tie-in, <laughs> they do go to one where he's the Sorcerer Supreme. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, everyone's been the, multiple man has been the Sorcerer Supreme. <laughs> Right, it's like the easiest, like, okay, what if you were Doctor Strange? Done. Yeah. Like, one of the best, uh, like, what if stories is what if magic became Sorcerer Supreme? Yeah. Because it's like, yeah, of course you would. <laughs> but yeah, the only note I've got for this is Doc Ock is about to eject Kingpin's plan with NWO poison. <laughs> I've got a lethal dose of poison I'm going to inject into my creation. Uh, issue three opens with Ben Riley fucked to death on like just beat to shit, arrested, uh, being interrogated, and the cop asks, "All right, buddy, I'm only gonna ask one more time. What's your fucking name?" J J Johnny Spider Man. Yeah, Johnny Spider Man goes crazy. <laughs> That's an amazing name. I would buy Johnny Spider Man. He says, they're like, why don't we just, uh, why don't we just fingerprint him? And it's like, because some of the bleeding hearts here think the guy's a hero and won't process him. Me, I blame the media. <laughs> like our ex-mayor, J. Jonah Jameson, with his pro-Spidey shit. <laughs> Which J. Jonah Jameson only becomes yeah. pro-Spider-Man after finding out that Peter is Spider-Man. And also, at the time, Peter is his stepbrother. Yeah. Uh, like, it's it's a lot at that point. Uh, yeah. 
And they're like, well, maybe he doesn't have a real name. Maybe running around in his funny suit shooting people with sticky string is all he does. He says, well, maybe he's just a loser who thinks he can do our jobs better than we can. Some joker who doesn't have anyone to answer to. Doesn't have any of our training. And <laughs> Ben smirks and goes, did you train as tough guy when people can't fight back? Because you're clearly top of your class. <laughs> Just gonna love hearing that smart mouth in court, you dick. And uh, at the same time, the human torch and the thing show up, and they're like, "Hey, uh, I know that you don't agree with a bunch of the the garbage the mayor has handed down, but and I know you have jobs to do. But me and Matchsticker here are gonna do what's right and get our friend, a guy who saved your lives over and over." Uh, and they, Johnny just like walks through the door. Such a good visual. I, obviously, I, I don't read Fantastic Four, but he needs to do that all the yes. time, and I hope he does. It's um, this is fairly specific. There's a SpongeBob gag that is exactly this, <laughs> where I don't remember what they said, but SpongeBob hears it. And instead of coming through the door, walks through the... He gets so excited that he walks through the metal and just bursts through it. It's exactly <laughs> this gag. It's a great visual, though, where like, everything's like melting over him and stuff. Yeah. Um, and then... Ben then follows us up by walking through the, do- through the wall. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, he's like, uh, Johnny goes, hey, sorry about the door. Can't turn off the fire these days. And Ben goes, I'm uh, sorry about the wall. We're slightly, we're here for a slightly annoying superhero. And Ben co- Ben Riley says, slightly? Man, I must re- look real rough if you guys are taking it that easy on me. He goes, where to now? Please say a hospital. Bless him. It's a little baby, man. <laughs> <laughs> Looks pathetic. Yeah. Uh, uh, the next day Luke is giving a, a mayor uh, campaign speech and he's like uh, it wasn't an easy decision but I look at this city which has been saved, saved countless times by superheroes by my friends and I can't just stand by anymore while our, while our mayor tries to punish them tries to make you less safe so he can keep you living in fear and that's what it's all about making the city scared and tricking us into thinking he's the only one who can save it Unlike Wilson Fisk, I've actually saved lives, and I'll save this city from the kingpin of crime. I'm Luke Cage, and I'm running to be your next mayor. Hell yeah. Uh, And so they start to ask him questions, and Foggy just goes, Hey, I'm his lawyer, and I'm happy to answer any questions you may have about the legal situation. (laughs) Because Foggy is really good at this. Yeah, Foggy's Uh, great. And so uh, they... (laughs) They leave and let's let let Danny or let Danny let Foggy cook. Yeah. Uh, you know, like Mayor Fisk is a is a convicted criminal who's been re- uh, left to run free for too long, and we won't rest until that's rectified. Uh. Meanwhile, uh, Kirsten, uh, Matt's ex girlfriend, ex fiance. Yes, I think they are. Separated at this time. Yeah. Um, yeah, they're definitely separated because Matt has been fucking a lot. <laughs> yes, and the start of the next run that spins out of this has 
Kirsten heavily referred to as his former partner. Yeah. Uh, the f- <laughs> I cannot stress enough that the first thing Matt does in this run uh, is fuck a mob. Not fuck a mob wife. He, go- he walks into a bar. He sits down next yeah. to a woman at the bar. And uses his powers to immediately tell that this woman wants to fuck him. Mm-hmm. Which is the funniest application of his powers. Yeah. He sits down and goes, okay, her heart's racing. Uh, I can tell from her body heat she's into it. All right. And so we do the like the title page, and on the next page is them laying in bed together. Uh, then he starts fucking um, the mob wife. I can't remember her name. Yeah. It, 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 Mindy. It, it escapes me. That's the one, yeah. Uh, and then uh, he and Electra fuck on the hood of a stolen Lamborghini. Yes. Yes, they do. <laughs> Like, he is just constantly, like, the thing about Chip Zdarsky is he understands the balance when it comes to Matt Murdock, that he is lawyer, superhero, romance novel protagonist. Yeah. Uh, But Sue and Kirsten are talking, and Kirsten's like, it's a vendetta. Getting Fisk out of the mayor's seat will go a long way to, like actually overturning this uh but i'm worried about the national sentiment people are people across america generally view superheroes and supervillains as a new york problem and polls suggest that they're worried new york is going to push them into their backyards and sue goes yeah that would lead to a federal law so we've got to stop this before it becomes another superhuman registration act yeah uh yeah it's very much a a Marvel issue, like everything happening in New York, because obviously with DC you've got like the different cities and stuff like that. Right, they and, very uh, much keep their superheroes separate. This is why, like this particular story, I feel like they applied the whole thing of like banning superheroes a lot better than the actual Civil War thing, because it felt really shoehorned to make it like a national thing, and then they had the Fifty State Initiative, and it was just a giant mess once you got out of the whole, um, the New Warriors fucking up, and then. Like, it's hard to realistically... Obviously, the superhero is not realistic, but, like, on a scale, like, this is much more grounded. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so the guards come in, and they're like, all right, time's up. And so uh, Kirsten, uh, Sue says to Kirsten, it's fine. I think we're done here. And she's holding a paper clip uh, between her yeah. fingers. Uh, meanwhile... Uh, Back under the sub-basement under City Hall, uh, Fisk talks to Kilgrave, and he's like, Use my powers to brainwash the voters to elect you? That seems like like a small move, even for you, Wilson. He says, well, sometimes small moves win wars. This is beyond an election, Zebediah. This is about a new day. Yes, it is. (laughs) (laughs) Where men like me finally have the freedom to rule, and those who would stand in our way will be the scurrying criminals. He says, nah, this is more more than that. This is about your Achilles heel. This is about Daredevil. He's got you riled up. He's a tick burrowed in, but there's something else to him. He's done something to me. I knew who he was, who he really was, but now it's gone. We're buried in a fog deep in your head. How do you? I know because I feel it too. But I feel it. It's as if I use my own power against myself. He says, wait, are you telling me you did this? No, but it's my power. 
It's familiar, but diluted. It's my children. Of course. Hey, where are you? And he just leaves. He says, he calls uh, Otto and he's like, go get their fucking kid. Go get his kids so we can use their powers to make this shit stronger. And uh, Otto's like, I'm not going to go fucking do that. Uh, I don't. They said Uber Eats, chief. <laughs> I don't work for you anymore, dude. Uh, I'll update it when you have them. But I'm not running around uh, like a like your fucking lap dog. Yeah. We had one deal. I did it, and I'm out. Uh, the superior four talk among themselves, and they all call each other by their first names, which is hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so each of you inhabited a hero from your universe. Wanting to prove that you could be the greatest heroes. And in each world you were hunted or attacked and lost everything. But together we can truly be superior. We will show everyone that the world will no longer be run by small-minded men. They keep hammering on this. They keep saying how Fisk's goals are too small-minded. Yeah. How he's thinking too small scope and he's just just letting this Daredevil thing eat at him. It's it's honestly really really cool how like everyone else is like look at all this power this guy has and he's using it for something so little and so inconsequential like can you imagine like Otto putting that many resources into finding Peter's identity I don't think he'd care he'd put like more resources into like outsmarting him embarrassing him and stuff like that but like for Kingpin like the the fact that he's had something taken from him after all the time, all of his existence is just taking from everyone else. That is his entire world. Like, that's as big as it gets for him. Like, right? Is one you little can't slight. have one up on me. Yeah, yeah. Like, so, I can't let anybody be better than me at this. I can't let anybody feel like they've got like an advantage of any kind. And, and he's been feeling that way ever since the Stormwinds like have the dirt on him for murdering their friend. Right. Like this has been building up. This is this is long term booking, brother. Long, <laughs> it's it's been... long term booking. You wouldn't understand it, you E drone. <laughs> yeah. So good. Uh and so back at the back at Avengers Mansion, uh I think the only new person who has joined this group is She Hulk. Uh yeah. and Cap says, okay, Captain Marvel is off planet and so is Thor. And the only the only Avenger who like thinks clearly this whole time is Miles Morales. Yep. He's like, hey, what what would they even do? Shouldn't we be thinking about how we can actually beat him? Uh yeah. and Matt's like, hey, look, we just need to put off getting taken in while we help people in the meantime, which is why we would need them. Uh that's what Luke's plan is about. We can get them off us if Luke's the mayor. And uh, Luke goes, yeah, but like the polls aren't looking good. I think Fisk is like actually scared everyone into voting for him. And uh, Jen goes, I mean, he does have some good points. <laughs> the act is zero tolerance. It'll push villains into hiding and remove us as targets. Uh, and... Then everyone starts, like, to argue amongst themselves, and it clicks for Jessica. She goes, this is the purple man. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, I feel it. I know this. I know what makes me feel like this. This is, this is Kilgrave. 
Fisk is using his powers to influence everyone. And then Pat goes, oh, well, this isn't a matter of legality or democracy anymore. We need to kick his ass. Yeah. Because he's violating the whole city and literally manufacturing consent. It's fucked. Uh, and Cap goes, well, we need to be sure. And to like, we're not, uh, we don't have to double check this. <laughs> Jessica is a kind of an expert on on the yeah. subject, so we're gonna go get that motherfucker tonight. Uh, the Purple Man's kids uh, talk amongst themselves, hiding from the Thunderbolts, and they're like, "Well, if Dad's behind this, you can be sure that he's coming for us. Uh, we need to get to him before that happens." Uh, and uh, they're like, "We can hunt Dad tomorrow." And some old lady walks up and it's like, are you, are you kids okay? You're all purple. This is, this law is fucked up. Can I, I can help you. And the, uh, one of the kids starts to use his powers on her and is like, uh, take us to your home. And then, uh, Joseph, I think we find out this one's name is the the taller one says, hey, we actually do need a, a need your help. Um, a place to stay tonight, if that's okay. And she's like, yeah, I, just a couple blocks away, but, uh, you know, it's not big, but we can figure it out. And it's like, well, we could just make her do what we need. It's like, well, that's what dad would do. We yeah. should embrace when people want to help us. <laughs> uh, they, uh, the Avengers are on top of City Hall uh, because uh, they're trying to get to Fisk. And they're like, yeah, he's been here ever since his penthouse and mansion were compromised. Uh, hmm. in, in, in the Winter Soldier tie-in where Bucky Bucky breaks in to get his own file back. Uh, and Fisk, yeah. like, sleep fights him. Strange. <laughs> it's, it's weird. Um, and so it's like, okay, so after we get him, then what? It's like, well, we hold him until we can get evidence of the Purple Man's involvement. And if that doesn't work, we dump him on in on a deserted island where he can't hurt anybody. And Miles, again, voice of reason, goes, we can't just fucking disappear the mayor of New York City. <laughs> uh, and Daredevil lays it out to him. He's like, look, kid, we're we're criminals. Uh, we have to go to places where others can't or want. And then as he's explaining this, um, Hulk Otto shows up. Uh, and just yeah. blows the building in, apart. Uh, yeah. So they have to fight the four autos during this. And he, yes. uh, Ghost Rider Otto, calls Stark a true sinner more than anyone knows. And yeah. he goes, stay, stay away. I did what you asked. Ah! And he gets, like, does he give him the pendant stare? Or, no, he gives him with the chains. Yeah, it's just melting his face. Yeah. Uh, and so they get, they basically get fucking stomped on. Yeah. Uh, and they, when Cap runs over to Tony, he looks down and realizes, motherfucker, that's the chameleon. Yeah. <laughs> Was pretending to be Tony here. Which, uh, if you go back to Ghost Riders, or Ghost Auto's comments, rather... Like, what kind of fucked up shit is that man using doing is with his powers? Chameleon does a lot of fucked up shit. Yeah. Chameleon is, yeah. a, like, a true bastard. Uh, yeah. He wants... He wants pretended to be... the Green Goblin to make Peter think 
that Norman had kidnapped Mary Jane. Yeah. Uh, and like went to the spot on the Brooklyn Bridge where they killed Gwen. Uh, and then Peter realizes, motherfucker, Mary Jane's not here. That's just a projection from your mask. You're the chameleon. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah. then, <laughs> and then he jumps off the bridge. He's like, ah, you got me, and kills himself. <laughs> My favorite one was where he pretended to be Al Gore and got punched in the face by Peter at the start of Ends of the Earth. <laughs> He's just like a... Chameleon does weird shit. Yeah, he could, he could be a genuinely terrifying villain if he applied himself. Yeah. Um... And so the plan was actually for Chameleon to pose as Tony to get, uh, to win the mayorship in for Otto Octavius, who would then use him as a proxy to run, uh, to run the city. Yeah. Uh, and so uh, Cap tells everyone to fall back. And Matt's like, no, we have to go get Fisk. We can't let him get away. And yeah. Miles tells him, look, we we have to get out of here. He's we doing can't... the whole... Have you, have you played Metal Gear Solid 5? I, you know what? I only played Ground Zeroes. But I know, oh. like, stuff. But it, it's that bit where Skullface is getting pulled away by his men. And he's <laughs> like, such a lust for revenge. Oh! <gasps> <laughs> this is what Matt's doing there. It's so good. I, I sent Manny this video this morning, which, spoilers for MGS5, I guess, a game that came out eight years ago. Uh, yep. And uh, so it's that Skullface really gave that whole monologue to the wrong guy. Yeah, that's so funny. <laughs> he spent six minutes explaining his whole plan to the wrong dude. <laughs> Not only gave the wrong monologue, uh, give the monologue to the wrong guy, but then sat in awkward silence with him for a further like seven minutes, just like twiddling their thumbs, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't have a twelve-minute monologue, so we're just gonna sit here until we get to the base. <laughs> Manny said uh, he gave a monologue to a silly putty with an eye patch on it. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Foggy goes back to his office. And gets fucking jumped. Yeah. Like, truly fucking stomped on. Yeah. And it ends with Foggy seemingly being beaten to death. Yeah. Uh, as part four begins, uh, we are now two weeks later. There mm -hmm. are octopus drones flying in the sky. Yeah. Um... And Matt says uh, to himself, the laws are for all, the consequences for all. Two weeks ago, in the middle of Fisk's war against us, he unleashed his anti-crime drones, impenetrable, unhackable, otherworldly. They fly, they fly through the city with their damn eyes, thousands of them, hunting anyone who dares ignores Fisk's zero-tolerance policies. The heroes are underground, the people cower. No freedom, no crimes. The city is afraid. But you forgot, Fisk. You forgot who I am. I'm the man without fear. Hell yeah. Uh, and at uh, City Hall, uh, Otto shows up and says, uh, It's election season. Shouldn't you be out campaigning? So, all right. Why would you need to do that? The city is crime free, and you're using the purple man's powers of persuasion on it. Say that five times fast. That's. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's crazy alliter alliteration. 
Otto and his his other selves just stand around drinking scotch. Yeah. <laughs> Bullying Kingpin. <laughs> yeah, just talking cash shit to him. It's like and my only note for this page is that Otto and the Bloodline have the book, brother. <laughs> Basically, Otto shows up and he says, Wilson Fisk, acknowledge me. <laughs> also, it's much funnier if you read all of Fisk's dialogue like Paul Heyman. Yeah, yeah. I almost admire your swing, Octavius, but it's a swing that you failed to land. If you are going to come for me, why not come for the crown? <laughs> uh, he, this is... <laughs> You remember that story about what Tommy Dreamer wanted to do at WrestleMania 17? No, I did not. Oh, you didn't. Oh. <laughs> what did he want to do? <laughs> so, ECW had just gone under. Uh, yeah. And uh, Heyman had just shown up on WWF television out of nowhere. Didn't tell any of the boys. And yeah. none of them had gotten paid. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so they're pissed and Dreamer is so angry and depressed that he's like his plan was to go to Wrestlemania 17 jump the guardrail and okay. murder Paul Heyman oh beautiful <laughs> he wanted to kill Paul Heyman and then himself on pay-per-view <laughs> Jesus Christ. I mean, if he'd have pitched it to TNA, maybe. <laughs> they were like, oh, like like a storyline. That would be a good idea. It's like, no, no, no. I want to kill him for real. A real bestiality <laughs> murder. <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, but that's, that's the entire vibe I get here where Otto's just like, oh, God, I want to kill him. I want him dead so bad. <laughs> Otto was a weird character post-Superior Spider-Man. Yeah. Because uh, it's like all his machinations now are just like, how can I make myself look like a hero? Yeah. How can but I manipulate the, the, the manipulate things to... In possible. Right. <laughs> it's like, Otto, why don't you just try helping people? Especially since yep. you've got like this new younger body. Why don't you just like try doing good things? Instead of, like, I don't know, this. <laughs> he says, I'm happy to have you sit in a useless seat, shake hands and kiss babies, but I won't make the world better, safer, and I couldn't have done it without you. Richard's lab yielded marvelous things, a multiverse of help, of inventions that made my Octobots possible. Uh, and Wolverine Fisk goes, Mrs. Fisk is coming. I can smell a perfume. <laughs> Cheap. Low class. <laughs> Which is crazy. These two dudes showed up just to, like, bitch Fisk out. Yeah. Uh, just to bitch Fisk out, talk about how his wife sucks, and leave. Also, we arrested your son. Yep. Matt goes to uh, Foggy's bedside in the hospital. And he's like, hey, you awake? He says, you know that I am, Matt. He says, your body sounds fine. Breathing is normal again. 
He says, buddy, you've been here every day for two weeks. It's, I'm, it's okay. I'm going to be fine. He's like, it's not okay. This is my fault, Foggy. If I hadn't poked Fisk or if I had just taken him down years ago. Matt, shut up. Shut up. <laughs> God. <laughs> it's like, are you, do you think you're the only person with free will? Stop doing this Catholic shit. That's that's the character. Is everyone constantly telling him stop, stop being so guilty all the fucking time? The thing is, like, you'll you'll find a new love interest, and this will work on them. Be like, oh, I'm so tortured and stuff, and then they're like, oh my god, I have to save him. And Foggy's been through this like cycle so many times. As soon as he starts, he's like, oh brother, this guy stinks. <laughs> so get the fuck out of here, dude. Uh. It's like, have you talked to any other person in this time frame who would also tell you that you're doing too much? Because yeah. uh, he just does this. He does this constantly. And imagine being this guy's best friend for years. Yeah. Uh, and so he Matt hears someone coming and then realizes it's Mike and goes, hey, what are you doing here? He's like, whoa, can a guy, you know, pretending to be his brother, visit his brother's old friend? He says, don't. I know that you're lying. He says, look, maybe I was hoping I'd run into you. My partner, Butch, has been arrested. He says, I want you to help. I want to help you take down Fisk for good, man. I'm worried that when Butch is going to, Butch gets out, he's going to, I don't know, he's changed, man. I want to, he says, no, you're a grifter. You always have been. You always will be. This is serious. People's lives are in danger. You only look out for yourself. So whatever your game is, I'm not having it. He says, man, you don't... Man, fuck you. You don't know me. <laughs> Which is true. Matt doesn't yeah. really know Mike. And he doesn't really care to know Mike. And the fact that Mike doesn't know his dad, that was quite funny. Yes. Like, then Ma Mike is the one person who doesn't know. Yeah, and it's like, this guy is the exact same chin and <laughs> lower face. It's like, wow, this guy looks a lot level. like me. Yeah. <laughs> Like, not even, this guy looks like my brother. He looks like me, and therefore, I look like my brother. You should, are you my, are you mad? Yeah, like, if, I'm pretty sure if a, a dude in a superhero costume was talking to me, and it was my brother, I'd be like, Dean? <laughs> yeah, like, I know what my so brother's easy. voice sounds like, I know how he stands, how he walks, like, I yeah. pick up pretty quickly, like, fucker, what are you doing? Like, like all of us have known each other now for long enough that if one of us was suddenly a vigilante, yeah, like, like I'd catch Manny immediately because he has a very specific way that he talks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, and so Kirsten shows up and is like, "Hey, man, is uh, everything all right?" And he's like, "Yeah, Kirsten, I'm sorry you had to." He's like, "It's okay. How's Foggy?" He's like, "He's good. Good. All things considered, I just..." Everything spiraled out of control. My friends are getting hurt. The city is. I don't know what's going on. I don't know what I'm gonna do. How I can. And then Kirsten just like puts her tongue in his mouth. Yeah. This is exactly what I'm talking about. Yes! Foggy's <laughs> like, shut up, dude. I'm trying to sleep. <laughs> but like to, to the women folk? Ah, it's undefeated. Yeah. You know what's like, uh, <laughs> just gonna work every time? acting all tortured while you're in a skin-tight suit that shows all your rippling muscles. Yeah. 
She's like, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. You're like, you're just like a damn wounded puppy. And I just need you to know it'll all be okay. This is, this is how it works. This is how it works yep. every time. And Matt knows that it's going to work. Because, <laughs> again, he can hear your heartbeat. He can feel the heat coming off of you. He knows what's up. Yeah. And he's like, I need to make it okay. And I don't know how to do that without. the sec- They call it the second death in the Bible. When the murderers end up past this world in the lake that burns with fire and sulfur. Blood is on my hands. The second death is waiting for me, Kirsten. And now I'm worried, knowing that that I may as well just kill Wilson Fisk. I mean, he's not wrong. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you probably... Like, this is the, the problem with, like, superhero comics is that, like, they go, I don't know how I'm going to do this without killing him. And it's like, yeah, this dude's got pretty much limitless, like, power. Uh, I don't know how you're going to solve this without killing him. Uh, I don't know if you can. Yep. I've only noticed Matt's contemplating catching a body for this life. But, like, <laughs> I think, yeah, because it's like, it's, it's like that... that a hilarious tweet that goes around it's like oh like uh, nobody like the power rangers aren't relevant anymore and it's like yeah because they kill their enemies <laughs> they don't need they, they, they don't they need to re- hang around they reduce their enemies <laughs> to smoking chunks of meat yeah <laughs> like, do, uh, any of the power rangers let their uncles get touched i don't think so <laughs> that's somewhere along those lines like you <laughs> Like a broken leg will heal. You gotta get rid of this guy somehow in a way that matters. Which is why Superman is so effective. He's like, wow, this guy's a problem. I'm gonna throw him in the Phantom Zone. Like, good call. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like Wonder Woman will just kill somebody if she can't. If like it's like, wow, nothing else is gonna work. I'll just I'm just gonna snap his neck. Um, yeah. He's got Superman under mind control and turned him into a gun. Uh, we gotta get rid of this guy. A giant bug trying to swallow the entire universe. You know what Richard did? Pulled out his guts through his ass. You know? <laughs> right. Like, sometimes... How are you doing? Sometimes you've just got to smoke a motherfucker. Yep. Like, can you imagine, like, watching, like, a, a villain, like, vaporize Quasar in front of you and, and, like, at the end of, like, the giant war you've been stuck in, you'd be like, yes, let's take him to space jail. No. You're going to pull his organs out. He's gonna throw him back into the negative zone. It's just like, just like that's what you've got to do sometimes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he, uh, so back in the back at Fisk HQ, uh, he tells the Thunderbolts, "Hey, go give me, go give me those kids. Uh, Wesley will give you trackers to hone in on their purple energy." Uh, and John Walker's like, hey, man, uh, what do they do? I got no problem doing the law, but uh, I just want to make sure that's what we're doing. And Fisk looks at him, his eyes bulging out of his head. <laughs> <laughs> You'll do as I say, Mr. Walker. Of course, sir. You should just... And Typhoon Mary's like, look, just let me handle this. He's like, well, Mary, we've been over this. I'm not your porcelain doll now that we're married, Wilson. I want to fight you. Fight, not fight you, God. It's like, I want to fight. Yeah. <laughs> I want to protect you. He's like, and you will, my dear. We'll fight every last one of them together. Uh, this is, Typhoid Mary's hair is super curly here. Getting bigger. Yeah. <laughs> it gets bigger by the issue. It's, 
you can track the the story ramping up by Mary's hair. Uh, meanwhile, in lockdown, Sue Storm escapes uh, from prison <laughs> because she takes the uh, she takes the inhibitor collar off with that paperclip she took in the last issue. Uh, grabs a guard's uh, grabs a guard's badge with her powers. And uh, just escapes. Yeah. And uh, Reed goes, I expected you two hours and 17 minutes ago, considering I I designed these power dampening collars for the Superhuman Registration Act. With failsafe case, we should Reed, shut up. (laughs) Again, this this looks like a romance novel cover. This looks like love. (laughs) Love and lockdown. Yeah, it's like some... Something you'd find on Amazon, like, I, I fell in love with a ghost or something. <laughs> <laughs> I fell in love with the prison ghost. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and he's like, she, uh, she's like, uh, shut up. Uh, we need to get everybody else out of here. Moon Knight is just wearing, like... Yeah, he, he wears in the one shot. It's amazing. He looks so cool. He's got, uh, like, the bandages tied up on his face. And he's got the moon drawn on him. He's definitely about to snap that guy's neck. They know it's just the other two are there. He's like, ah, oh, I'm a bit rusty on my stealth. <laughs> Chokes him out instead. Yeah. Uh, he's like, I've lost my quiet touch in here. It's like, it's okay, Moon Knight. I'm sure we'll have opportunities to sharpen our skills again. Uh, so the people who bust out here, uh, Moon Knight, Iron Man, Danny Rand, uh, who the fuck is that last I've, guy behind? I've him? got I've got that in my notes. Like, who's the sixth person? Is it whoever Dark Oak was? Oh yeah, that's that would make sense. Yeah, I love the the top panel where Sue's put one of the gods' heads in a bubble. I love it when she does that. Oh, it's the <laughs> it's the best use of her powers. Like, hey, yeah. you you know what having no air is like? Check this out. Uh, he says, uh, so as this is all going on, uh, Butch is let out of jail by way of Fisk. Um, mm-hmm. and he's like, happy you came to your senses. I'm an innocent businessman. And the cop goes, no, no, you're guilty as shit, Ferris, but we're overloaded thanks to the new anti-crime drones. Plus you've got friends in high places. And, uh, he tells his dad to fuck off. He says, fuck off, Mr. Mayor. Listen to me, Butch. It doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to what? Be this way? Look, let's put it all out in the open, all right? I'm your son. You think I'm mad at you like a child for abandoning me, but you didn't even know about me. And for good reason. My mom knew who you were, and that if you were a part of my life, that life would be real fucking short. It's fine. Say I take you at your word. Why are you so angry? All I'm trying to do is help you. He says, I'm not angry. I'm sickened. Everyone thinks you're doing this, the drones, but I'm the only one who sees how weak you really are. You're under the foot of that octopus man. I'm ashamed to call you my father, to be called Kingpin after you. So I can make you fall in line. I can, and he, Butch turns and just spits in his face like Randy Orton. I love it. I love how much Butch hates him. Butch hates it's his so dad. Good. It's so re- good. It's probably the coolest thing about him is that he's just like... Yeah, man, I'm I'm Wilson Fisk's son, but I can't really stand him. Yeah. 
He's like, I'd like to see you try, Dad. Uh, the champions are fighting the Rhino here. And mm-hmm. Rhino's trying to explain to them, hey, I'm not here to fight you guys. And yeah. uh, the drones are closing in on them. He Rhino slaps the Thunderbolt badge on them so the, uh, so the drones ignore them. Yes. Uh, and he, they're like, okay, why are you here? He's like, look, kid, you know me. I'm not a bad guy. I, this, I thought this was like a good paying lawful gig but then the mayor wanted me to go after some kids not you guys other kids kids who hadn't done anything wrong and that ain't me i just wanted to tell someone one of you hero types and Uh, just as a side note i love this suit for rhino Mm -hmm. i'm not overly i'm not a fan of like when he's too robotic yeah too much armor makes him just look like a mecha yeah he's trapped in a suit i get that um and the the other one looks a bit silly because it's got no texture to it and it just looks like he's wearing like a onesie but this is really good yeah he looks like a rhino with a human face here yeah like he looks like the high evolutionary ransom tests on a rhino yeah it looks like in the same vein as like a hulk or an abomination like he's meant to right rather than just some guy (laughs) right uh and so miles goes and tells the avengers and he's like hey they're going after the purple man's kids and they're in town it's like, well, right now he's only able to sub- subtly uh, manipulate everyone. If he gets them, he's just going to win the election and the hearts and minds of the city. And uh, Jessica tells Miles, hey, your teammates are drafted. We're going to go find those kids. And if Fisk or Otto or anyone gets in my way, I'm going to end them. Yeah. Uh, Back at uh, Fisk's mansion, which I guess he's moved back into, uh, mm-hmm. or his penthouse, he, uh, Typhoid Mary uh, goes to comfort him, and she's like, I'm really sorry about Butch, but he'll come around, you'll win the election, everything will be fine. He's like, it's not that. I just, why can't I stop? Why hold on to these things that cause me nothing but pain? My hatred, my position, I'm so consumed by power and revenge, but I have you. I think about our fiery beginnings and how it gave way to something more powerful, more beautiful. I think back on the first time we made love after battle, and now I find I no longer need the battle to find that level of satisfaction. Uh, And she's like, I feel the same way, even though I don't really remember the way you do. Everything has robbed me of so much, but I still hold on to that feeling. So I wish we both still had those memories. It doesn't feel fair. I wish you could remember. He doesn't realize that he's holding the scepter. Yeah. And it works. She can remember everything. Yeah. And he's, it clicks in his head what he can do. He goes up to the roof of the building, like, runs. Yeah. And. Oh, boy. <laughs> makes himself remember. And the narration here fucking owns he said it's so good space the weight of years is crushing me the weight of that hate that i so desperately need to let go of or be consumed by like the fire of a phoenix so i can be born again and on this page it's just fisk's body fills the whole frame as the rain comes down on him and turns red uh he says Matt Murdock. 
It's so fucking good. It's like it, whether intentional or not. Like it's just the whole the red rain on his white suit and stuff. It looks like a city skyline because he's on top of a building. It's just the pure anger of his eyes. It's just the the whites like the the rain that's coming down. It turns red when it hits his suit, but there's also the rain is white above him as well. So it's like everything is interconnected. It's such a good page. Like this is it. The art was good to begin with. The art in this entire run is amazing. But this page, it's probably the best page in everything. It's so good. Mm-hmm. I also really like the cover for part five here, which is yeah. uh, it's Fisk. Uh, he's got like an American flag ascot on, like the stars, and the the stripes are. Uh, coming down on his shoulders and turning to blood mm-hmm. uh, while in the palms of his hands he holds uh, both Spider-Man She-Hulk uh, Daredevil and Captain America mm-hmm. and it opens on more narration from Fisk who thinks to himself it all rushes back to me Daredevil dug into my mind and stole so much the greatest violation I've ever known he stole my victories. He stole my memories. Also, he could deny the world the fact that he was sloppy. That he was Matt Murdock. Matt Murdock. Matt Murdock. Matt Murdock. <laughs> and, like, he's not even hearing Wesley come and talk to him. He's like, sir, yeah. <laughs> I, I, the Thunderbolts located the Purple Children, but they're in a the residential building. He says, do it. Casualties be damned. Yeah, he's going sicko mode. He's going to kill that man. <laughs> uh... And so the purple kids are talking, are in the uh, the apartment with that old lady. She's like, "I'm sorry, all I have is cereal." And they talk to themselves. It's like, "I don't." It's like, "What's our plan?" I don't know. Normally, we'd just like use our powers to get access to Dad, but they won't work on these drones. Uh, we could try to make our way through the sewers, and then there's a knock at the door. And uh, when Joe, I think that's Joe, opens the door, <laughs> U.S. agent is standing there, and he goes. Hey, uh, sport, you kids are going to have to come with me. And uh, they try. he tries to use his powers on him. He's like, you don't move a muscle. So, uh, fancy powers ain't going to save you, kid. You know what would? Rubber boots. And Electro, this, I should add, is Electro 2. Yeah. Uh, the new Electro, who is a girl who, I don't remember exactly what her relation to Max is. But uh, yeah, I'm not sure. But yeah, not not the uh, her name is Francine. Nice. Uh, but yeah, not not Max, not the electro you might be thinking of. Uh, but they grab the kids, and then the champions and Jessica show up and try to fight try to fight them off. Uh, and then Abomination shows up. It's I love this. <laughs> it says, Greetings, lawbreakers. <laughs> he talks like Keith Lee. Yeah. <laughs> Greetings and salutation, Jessica Jewel Jones. Indubitably, let me throw this tiny Nova away. <laughs> <laughs> they uh, managed to put one of the collars on Jessica. Uh, but Miles grabs her and swings away. And again, she's like, well, we can't leave. And Miles is like, dude, we're going to die if we try and fight yeah. these dudes. We got to go. Uh, Mike is back with Butch and is like, hey, man, what's uh, what's going on? 
So are you are you planning a hit on the mayor? Because our re our revenue has dropped eighty percent since the, they sent those cop drones out. He says, "This wasn't supposed to be like this, Butch. We were supposed to do it different, bloodless." I know your dad pissed you off. He's like, "Well, it's not personal, Mike. There's just way too much riding on my actions now that I'm a kingpin. Us keeping our hands clean was a fairy tale. You don't want to be a part of this? Fine." And he says, "Well, what if?" What if I had a way to set things right? He says, what are you talking about? He says, fuck, man. I don't know how to say this. I'm not a real person. Uh, it's not. It's a long story, but I have a, a stone, some kind of magic. He says, what are you talking about? Not real. A magic stone. He's like, it's called the Norn Stone. I hid it in my brother's place. It still has some power to it, and I've been sitting on it, like an insurance policy. But it's tricky. We'll need, like, a manual or something. Maybe I can figure out how to... He's like, fuck, Mike. This is exactly the kind of shit I'm angry with my dad about. All this superhero shit. I'm not going to fly around with some magic costume or wearing a damn costume... No, wear a magic stone wearing a damn costume or whatever. You never took this seriously. You never take anything seriously. I'm going to go run a fucking business. You go play with your stones. Yeah. He probably thinks he's talking about a crack rock. <laughs> <laughs> You go sit around and smoke crack like Jim Neidhart. Oh, is that old Vine? It's seven o'clock. It's Mike Murdoch just bagging back crack rocks. The kids get drained of their power by uh, by Doc Ock. He says, that should be enough to control the voters and win you your worthless election. Zebediah is supercharged, and I've outfitted him with a control collar so he doesn't get out of hand. He says, I no longer care about the election. Oh, really? Then what's your grand plan, Wilson? Even with Zebediah in control, you can't get past my neural blockers. You know why that joke Spider-Man keeps defeating you, Otto? You're short-term. You can't think beyond yourself or yourselves. Escort the unwanted Otto out, please. And Hulk Otto grabs him and jumps out into the street with him mm -hmm. and uh, Fisk lets Kilgrave out and he says what are you what are you it's over Zebediah I'm going to go kill him now but I want him to know I want everything to know that what happens next is for all his crimes kill them Kilgrave kill every hero that ever tried to stop us from achieving our true potential kill them all uh Back so at, hmm? it's so good. Like I just want to remark on the, the framing of Kilgrave in the final, like a panel before he goes outside. It's like he's got these two purple streaks through his hair, but the way they like frame it face on, like the two beginning of the streaks look like horns. Yeah, and it's so good. Yeah, he looks like the devil. Uh, mm -hmm. And so Luke barges into Avengers Mansion and is like. It's like, where's my wife? It's like, it's fine. We're fine. It's a couple scrapes. That's all. It's mostly my ego that's bruised. Abomination is on their side now. And uh, it's like, well, I'm not. Uh, Spider-Man goes, I'm not Tony Stark, but I think I got this replicator working. You say these purple man neural disruptors came from Emma Frost? Do they work? <laughs> I mean, do we trust Emma Frost? It's like, they work. We've used them before. Uh, Luke tells da uh, tells Matt that we need to get rid of Fisk's Purple Man influence if they're going to have any shot. And uh, 
Joe tells him, he's like, look, I'm one of his kids. Because they did manage to grab Joe. The others all got nabbed earlier. He's like, I'm telling you, he's evil. The only way to stop him is to kill him. It's like, I get it. I really do, Joseph. But we're not going to kill him. That's what separates us from them. We help people. We save lives. Taking a life, it'll haunt you. It'll eat your soul. We'll stop your father and Fisk. Uh, and then Kirsten calls. He says, Hey, I'm going to go... Uh, I'm Foggy's laid up. I'm going to go rope Matt in to help with all the legal stuff. He's like, I don't think that's a great idea. It's like, well, I know he's been flaky lately, but he has to step up. We all have to. It's getting bad out there. Downtown has turned into some sort of riot. Uh... And so all the the other three autos are now under mind control, working with mm-hmm. the Thunderbolts, uh, who are also fully under brain control. They're not even doing this because they want to at this point. Yeah. Uh, and we get a, a big fight breaks out. Uh, and then the Purple Man rides out, uh, being carried by the people. Yeah, that's a good visual. It's fucked up, but it's good. <laughs> yeah, because all of New York are now under his control, uh, except the Avengers, who are uh, who are using the neural disruptors. Uh, yeah. And so it looks like a zombie horde is attacking them. It's yes. n- kind of nuts. Uh, M- uh, Mike gets back to Matt's place, looking for the stone. Uh, and he calls Butch, and he's like, hey, man, like, leaving a message. Hey, man, did you trash my place looking for the stone? Uh, and he finds it, and he's like, I don't like how this this shit has come between us. Uh, but you're my best friend. I just don't want to make you make a mistake. Call me back, man, okay? And as he's thinking it over, uh, Fist's shadow appears behind yeah. him. It's like, it's so ominous. Yeah, that man is a wedge. <laughs> He says, uh, I bet that Doctor Strange guy has like a manual or he gets Fisk grabs his whole face with one hand and grabs his arm with the other and throws him. He says, You this is your fault. He says, Fisk, I don't know what he's planning, I swear. He says, No more games, Daredevil He says, Well not not Daredevil pretending to be blind. Pretending to be a hero while you violated all of our minds. I should have done this years ago. And he just beats yeah. just beats his face in. Beats that man like Kotal Khan. <laughs> yeah. And just beats him to death. And Kirsten comes in and sees Fisk standing there clutching what she believes to be Matt's lifeless body. Mm-hmm. Covered in his blood. Like drooling. For how, like, intense he was getting there. Spit flying everywhere. Uh, Which brings us to issue six. Uh, That's, it's so visceral. Like, again, this is like a byproduct of Chetto's art being so good. Is that everything he does in these, uh, like, all these, like, intense scenes are really hitting it. Like, they are... Absolutely crushing it. Yeah, it's not like overly bloody or whatever. You don't really see like so nobody's eyes are hanging out because they've been punched in the head too much. It's just very, it's very realistic, very grounded. Like he hasn't been like 
smushed like a piece of fruit. He's literally just been CTE to death, for lack of a better word. Right. Like he didn't squeeze his head like a grape. Yeah, just literally just trap him like a punching bag and let out years of frustration on this poor dude who's essentially been caught in the crossfire. <laughs> right. Like, Fisk is so, so strong that just regular punches did this. Yeah, it's very much like, and the fact that, like, he's, Fisk hardly ever does this. Like, there are bits in this run where he gets physical, like, when he murders that guy. And there's a bit where him and Dada will actually fight alongside each other when, like, shit goes south in um, New York. But it's, like, once every, like, double figures of issues between them. Like, he is a force of nature, so when he actually puts his hands on someone, it's like, they're probably not going to survive this. (laughs) Right. Like, it's not going to go well. Yeah. Uh, and so she calls uh, like issue six opens with the Avengers are in a fight she calls Matt and she's like hey uh, he's dead Fisk murdered Matt I just saw him in Matt's apartment and Matt realizes oh my god he just killed my brother yeah and he realizes in this moment I'm going to fucking kill him yep Uh, and so everyone just sees Matt leave (laughs) Uh, Ben's like hey what the fuck where did he go Uh, and it's like alright look whatever it takes we gotta shut these people we gotta shut the purple man down Mm -hmm. Uh, and Wilson walks into his uh, his his home and Typhoid Mary sees him and is like hey what the fuck are you he's like oh that's not my blood it's daredevils Uh, it's over the wolves are closing in we have to leave I've got a uh, Fisk thinks he's completed New York now. Instantly wants to leave. <laughs> <laughs> Level completed. Uh, he's just out of here. Uh, and he says, "We don't need to fight. Not any longer. All we need is each other. Everything else is just noise. I was a fool. I don't need this. All I need is you." And <laughs> they're greeted by Electra just diving through the windshield. <laughs> It's so fucking cool. Like, just the the way it's framed, it's like in a circular thing. She's just, like, dived back first through the windscreen because she knew it was going to be a gnarly collision and stuff. It's so good. And she dives all the way yeah, out through the sunroof mm-hmm. uh, and lets them crash into another car. And she's like, and I'm going to kill you, Fisk. And, he says, and she's got blunt size, and one of them is in Kingpin's shoulder. That's how how fast that happened. That a blunt object is lodged in his shoulder. And she's like, I'm going to, you're, and he's uh, off panel. Matt says, Electra, don't. When Fisk dies today, I'll be the last thing he sees. And Fisk looks like he's seen a ghost. He says, why won't you Die! And he says, the only way I'm going in the ground is with your, my hands at your throat, Fisk. And uh, Otto is trying to talk to his other selves, and he's like, Damn you, you're an Octavius, not a puppet of Fisk. Use your perfect mind to break free, Otto. And Stark is standing here. This is one of my favorite Iron Man looks. Like, we talk a lot yeah. of shit about Tony Stark. 
Uh, but yeah. there's a lot of times where he looks cool as fuck, and this is one of those yeah. times. Absolutely. Uh, he t- tackles Otto and is like, perfect mind like yours, and you never considered inventing armor? <laughs> and so uh, the Fantastic Four, Moon Knight, uh, and Iron Man show up. Uh, to- I love that. Moon Knight. Everyone else is like, oh yeah, I'll take on someone relatively my size. Moon Knight said, give me abomination. abomination. (laughs) (laughs) He said, give me the biggest, he said, I was in jail. I went to jail on purpose. Give me the biggest dude out here. (laughs) And Dark Hawk's there, so he must have been the sixth guy. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. You know who isn't here? Iron Fist. Yeah. Danny went home. He said, I, I don't have powers anymore. Fuck that. <laughs> I'll help y'all with some, some other shit. Uh, so uh, they fight and they fight. And Joe shows up and tell he's like, everybody get out of my way. And uses his powers to get everybody to just leave him alone. He says, where's my dad? Uh, and... While this is happening, uh, the two Daredevils are fighting Typhoid Mary and uh, and the Kingpin. And uh, Matt's narration here is, he killed my brother. He killed my Michael. How can I let him live? How can I? And Fisk then goozles him. <laughs> I was happy. I was content. Uh, and uh, he, <laughs> Typhoid Mary tells uh, tells Electra, it's like a fucking virus. The, these damn costumes infecting your brains to ruin your life. Just burn. Uh, and he tells uh, Fisk tells Matt, you had to ruin everything, attacking my mind, my memories. I was happy. Matt did not attack his mind. Uh, that happened a long time ago, as far as Fisk is yeah. concerned. Just one day he went home and then went to open the... It just dawned on him. Why don't I know who Daredevil is anymore? Yeah. And uh, Joseph confronts uh, his dad, who is standing on a throne of people, like Dalton Castle. Uh, He says, where are they? He says, your pathetic brothers and sisters, they're dead. Dead, dead, dead. Now I have their power now, little Joseph, so you can just die too. Uh, Great parenting. Yeah, incredible parenting. Uh, Fisk is, again, standing here. I should add, he's wearing a long black coat with purple lining. Yeah. He looks like a fighting game character. Yeah. He, uh, He tells Matt... They can put me in the electric chair for all I care. If it's for killing you, they'll smile all the way to hell. He says, you feel it. The energy. Your salvation. The word of God. Too too late, Wilskin. You can just step back. And he's holding the cane with the purple man's finger in it. And he goes, no. He says, I want you to suffer, Wilson, for all your sins. I want you to think about all the lives you've destroyed. And he goes... His eyes turn purple. He goes, I, I, oh God, done. (laughs) 
Like it wears off immediately. It's like... so fucking funny. I've got uh, in my notes. I put Matt thinks he's Ghost Rider with this great value pen instead. <laughs> Matt just looks at him. He's like, "What the fuck? How did that not work?" He's like, "He's evil. Yeah. He has to die." And he breaks the 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 prism over his head. I fucking love this panel. It's my favorite panel of the entire thing. Just to come to the conclusion of like. He has to die. I gotta kill him. I, love this I gotta kill him. There's no other way. It happens like every third Moon Knight issue. Moon Knight's like, this guy has to die. It's like, <laughs> well, it. the only the only solution is violence. Yep. Um, and Luke gives Joe the uh, the disruptor, so that mm-hmm. uh, so that it doesn't work on him. And Matt just keeps. Fucking hammering Fisk. And he says, yeah, he has to screaming, die. Screaming, drooling. He has to die because we kill monsters. We slay Goliath. And while this is going on, uh, the purple man tries to use his powers to, uh, to get Luke to kill Joe. Yeah. He says, it's a simple order. Kill the boy. And uh, while this is happening, Matt takes the broken side because he had to break it off to get it out of his own shoulder, Fisk did. Yeah. And he's like, I'm just going to kill him. I'm sorry, Mike. And Electra pauses him and she says, I won't stop you. God knows I've killed men who deserved it less. But you're not a killer in the shadows. You're not an assassin. You're an idiot who decided to wear this in like gestures at the, the daredevil symbol. Who decides to be a fucking symbol? The people are watching. What kind of symbol do you want to be? What kind of man do you want to be? And while this is going on... I know I've said that phrase exactly like four times in a row, and I apologize, but it's the only way to explain what's happening. Um, Luke puts his hands on Joe's shoulders and tells him, you're not alone. And Joe just yells, stop, at his dad, and he he stops. And Matt kind of comes to his senses and he says oh god Electra he killed and she hugs him and says I know my love like real quiet like it's yeah. a real gentle moment with them and Fisk is just KO'd he's just, I'm just completely beaten all like like Mary is laid out uh, and uh, they basically the heroes clean up, clean everything up um and they also find out that Joe's siblings aren't dead, which is nice. Yeah, just depowered. Uh, yeah, just depowered, which great for them, frankly. Yeah. Um, and so Jessica checks her phone, which I don't know why that's funny to me, but something about a superhero checking their phone immediately after a fight is great. Yeah. Uh, and uh, says... Uh, Wilson Fisk was just arrested. Daredevil got him. Wow, looks like you're running unopposed, Mr. Mayor. Uh, So, Luke Cage becomes mayor of New York City (laughs) by default. Yeah, I saw people having, like, issues with him becoming mayor, but, like, if you read the Daredevil run, he sort of, like, falls into it. It's not like he wanted to be mayor at all. Right. Yeah, like, he didn't... 
choose, like, I want to be the mayor. It's like, ah, I didn't really have a choice. Somebody had to do it, and it might as well be me. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and while Fisk is getting hauled off by the Thunderbolt unit, uh, the one of the guards says, arresting a sitting mayor. Honestly, I'm honored to be a part of it. Is it true? You tried to control everyone in the city just to stay mayor? <laughs> Shit. If you ask me, and he pulls his helmet off, and it's Butch, and goes, that's yep. just small thinking. He says, Butch, hold tight, we're almost there. And they walk into uh, a building where the strong winds are sitting there. Yep. And uh, they're like, oh, quite a bit of trouble you got yourself into. Just because you didn't come to Quinn or myself for help. Luckily, your son is smarter than his dear old dad. He says, what is she? He says, the strong ones offered me a deal. I can operate with total immunity in New York. All I have to do is raise crime rates in areas they want to buy up. It's like, see, it's good to know your place in the order of things. Your son can thrive under us. And as for you, well, you're still fun for us, Wilson. We put you in the mayor's seat. We can clear up that uh, these pesky charges pretty easy. And after that, and they hold up the poster that says Fisk for president on it. Then what do you think? He's like, well, I don't. Like, well, you of course work for us. We guide you on the boring policy stuff, but make no mistake, this is the deal. You'll be president, work for us, and you'll be the free man. Well, neither of us are fans of people touching us. Uh, this feels too important. Yes, it's not every day you pick a president. What do, what do you say, Wilson? Shake on it. He says, my life has been successes and failures. I let my wife Vanessa and my son Richard down, and now. To be president, running a country. How could Butch look not look up to me with respect then, running the greatest country in the world? I've made mistakes. And he shakes shakes Quinn uh, Stromwin's hand and then fucking yep. crushes it. He's like, yep. He says, I won't make another. Uh, my son needs to know. A fisk bows to no man. As he, he's monologuing in his head while he's beating the shit out of these guys, one of them accidentally shoots the other Stronwyn uh, twin. Yeah. Do you see that to live under the thumb of one is to live under the thumb of them all? You don't make deals with the devil when you are the devil. He says, what are you doing? He says, you know what I'm doing because you're doing it as well. You may call yourself Butch Ferris, but you're a Fisk. You're a Fisk, son. I wasn't there for you. I can't change that, but I can be there for you now. Tell them all in whispers through the streets. You killed me. I attacked the city. I I murdered Matt Murdock, and you rose up, and you took what was yours, the crown. After all these years, this is my gift to you, boy. Your inheritance. A story for a king. A story to make a kingpin. And it kind of dawns on Butch and goes, Matt Murdock? No. Oh, God. I shouldn't have. I should have listened to you, Mike. And he falls to the floor crying. Because holy yeah. shit, my dad murdered my best friend and I just helped him escape. Yep. A week goes by. This is uh, the page where I was talking about where I said Electra looks like Elaine from <laughs> Seinfeld. Yeah, yeah. Same <laughs> shape face and everything. It's, yeah, like that's just... Uh, uh, Julia Louise Dreyfus. He says, she says to Matt, are you ready? He says, yeah, I am. Matt Murdock is dead. The world thinks it, so I have nothing here. It's been a horrible road. Death, prison, but I'm ready. 
ready to think bigger. No more street fights. No more fisk. You wanted me to join you, to start the fist, to take down the hand, and I'm ready. But I have ideas beyond that, to save the world. Just finally, the fist has ceremonies, things we need to, I know, and I wouldn't have it any other way. Let's go save the world. Hell yeah. Uh, and uh, on the next page, we see Fisk and, uh, and Mary getting on a boat. She looks great here. Yeah. Like, they pulled that, they pulled the curls back into a giant ponytail. I feel sorry for Wesley, though. Bless him. <laughs> Poor Wesley. <laughs> Again, has to watch his man sail off without him. Yeah. He says, Wesley, you've been invaluable. Thank you. From the bottom of my heart, I hope we cross paths again. And uh, they're getting on a boat. And uh, they say, let's go find our happiness. This story ends with Wilson Fisk sailing off into the sunset. Yes. (laughs) So good. (laughs) Like, he gets off remarkably easy here. Absolutely. Uh, And then there's, uh, as they often do, the Omega issue. Uh, And Mm -hmm. just to kind of hit the notes here... uh, they have a funeral for Matt that everyone goes to. Uh, yeah. And Kirsten gives the eulogy. J. Jonah Jameson is like, it's weird that you didn't you didn't give the, the eulogy, kid, to Foggy. And he's like, uh, well, you know, I uh, couldn't bring myself to because he knows it's not Matt. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've got, because um, J. Jonah Jameson's, I think he says something along the lines of like he recorded it for his podcast or something. The fucking eulogy. Some I know it's Jameson's always working, brother. <laughs> <laughs> Even if someone's funeral, he's like, I'm, I'm leaving here with something. Uh, yeah, he's just like, I, I gotta get this for content, brother. Uh, he says, Have you subscribed? You just go to www. <laughs> the facts with jjj.com. Uh, and, uh, I have a gripe with the coloring on this next panel, and it's like a small gripe, but it's just something that, like, I would, <laughs> like, just to me doesn't make sense. And it's, why is Danielle so much darker here than she was the rest in every other appearance? Um, yeah. Like, I appreciate when we're going, hey, well, let's make sure we're coloring black characters right. But, like, yeah. she's drawn as dark as her dad here, and her mother is white. Like, yeah. Jessica is extremely, extremely white. Um, it, it's okay for the baby to be a little light here. Uh, <laughs> it's fine. People would look at that and go, yeah, that makes sense. Her mother is a white woman. Yeah. Uh, and so social services came and got the other, uh, the four depowered, or all of the Purple Man's kids, the Deep-powered ones were kept together uh, with a foster family, but because of Joseph's yes. powers, they've had to leave him by himself. Uh, Butch shows up to pay his respects to Mike, uh, and Luke is like, "Get the, you gotta get the fuck out of here, dude. Um, get the fuck out. Uh, and Danny goes, hey man, just, just leave. This is not... <laughs> this is not a good call. He says, look, yeah. I just... My dad killed him. It was a horrible act from a horrible man, and I just wanted to... And Foggy walks over to him and goes, Hey, you know, don't you? 
He says, I do. That's Matt. That's not Matt in the casket. It's my brother. Or it's his brother, Mike. He says, fuck, man, I'm sorry. He says, this is fucked up, dude. Like, people... He he said, people mourning Matt's... Or Mike's do-gooder brother who never had a moment for him. Mike was pretending to be Matt as a favor. Because the golden boy was in rehab out of town. So why isn't he here now? And why can't my men find him? If Matt set my bro- set Mike up, I'm going to find him and I'm going to f- fucking uh, wipe him off the face of this earth. <laughs> he says, yeah. what my father did to Mike is going to look like a scraped knee compared to what I'm going to do to him. Yep. Uh, Luke and Jessica go over to where Matt and Electra are. And they're like, hey, all right, we played along with your fake funeral. So what's the point? And it's like, he explains the whole thing to them. Uh, and they're like, are you doing this ninja shit again? And they're like, yeah, but like, don't worry about it. I have a huge problem with this. Because the person who's most like, oh, brother, is Danny. It's Danny! And like, <laughs> not long ago, you were fighting your dad. He was like a reanimated corpse robot thing made by the fucking hand. You know how fucked up they are and that they need to do this? Like, his daddy just over it? After It's only been about, in the, in the sliding time scale, it's probably only been about... Two or three years since he had to fight his weird zombie corpse hand dad. Like, I just maybe they didn't know that. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. He says, "Uh, yeah, it's it's really weird." But I guess Danny's been out for long enough now that he's like, "Get this shit away from me, man." Yeah, I guess yeah. Uh, because at this point, Danny hasn't been Iron Fist for like five years in our world. So, maybe yeah, like a it's, year. Um, it's still. I, I think the actual. I, I can't remember whether the new Iron Fist has the Iron Fist power. Whether that's still in like the the Dragon Egg, but I, I was know. Like, I know he put Iron it in Fist. the egg, and then the kid had it. And... Yeah, I know it's Swordsman is the Iron Sword Fist. That's because now, yeah, yeah, his his sword exploded and the shards are in it, and that's what makes him the Iron Fist. He's like got the soul shards in his fist, but I I don't know who's. If he is like properly out in fist, like in that run, if he got the powers of Storm and Reddit. Yeah, I'm not a hundred percent on that. I gotta get caught up on that. Uh, he's like, look, I get it. I only ran from here to stop this, but now that I've won, I think I can do more with it. Look, mm-hmm. we're just worried about you. You lost your brother, and you're escaping into Daredevil. Uh, and he's like, look, I know, um, but my mind feels really clear, and so uh, I feel pretty good. You guys want to go stop a bank robbery? Yes. <laughs> and it's so funny every time they get Danny involved in this because he's always just wearing a shirt and tie. Yeah. <laughs> he's got a day job, dude. Like, stop <laughs> pulling him into this. He's just wearing, like, he's wearing hard bottom shoes. Yeah. He's like, he's in, in office pants. <laughs> uh, then uh, some of the Thunderbolts unit show up and they're like, uh, Mr. Mayor, if you're involved, I'll let this slide this time, despite you being a cop hater. He says, what the fuck? You guys are supposed to be in a warehouse with all this bullshit. And they're like, well, it takes a lot more than you to, to overturn the law. Vigilantism is still illegal in New York. Uh, Jessica and Danielle go to uh, go to the uh, orphanage I guess uh yes uh that or like the social services 
Yeah. Paying for powered kids, I think, maybe? Yeah, this is just where they're keeping Joseph. And he's got yeah. like a... <laughs> he's got the inhibitor collar on. And Jessica gets super pissed. And just yeah. rips it off. He's like, I didn't even do anything wrong. You never even let me in. They're like, well, the orphanage's insurance would have been void. And he looks at this lady and turns his powers on and says, go for a walk. <laughs> Again, <laughs> like low-tier God, you should go for a walk now. <laughs> Uh, and Jessica's like, would you fucking stop? It's like, she had me to call her like a dog, man. Um, he's like, you just can't do that to people. Uh, you're taking away people's autonomy. It's the worst thing you can do. Your dad did it to me, and it destroyed my, almost destroyed my life. You've got power, and people are going to be scared of you. Don't feed into that. Don't take away people's freedom. He says, why not? They took away mine. And Danny looks at him and goes, Hi. He goes, hi. She's like, I don't like it here. Says, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Neither do I. Uh, and so when Luke gets home, or Jessica gets home and Luke is sitting there, and she comes in with Joseph, and she's like, so... <laughs> We're adopting another kid. Uh, and uh, the, at the burial, I think the only person that goes is Kirsten. Yeah. Um, and she's like, I hope I did okay, Matt. You're impossible to sum up. I wanted to leave you with something. When he did, when Fizz did what he did, you had this on you. I don't know what it is, but it feels like it was important. Maybe you even died for it. It's beautiful. There's a shimmer to it, like it's alive. I wish you could have seen it instead of just feeling. Maybe you can now. I'm not, I've never really been religious. But my God, my heart is screaming at me right now. All I hear is its voice saying, you'll see him again. And then I'll be able to tell you everything I've held on to for so long. Wouldn't that just be amazing? Wouldn't that just be a miracle? Yeah. And that's really where this story ends. The next like, the next part of the Omega issue is just like, hey, here's the setup for Thunderbolts. Uh, yeah. Luke is going to ask Hawkeye to take over. Yeah. And knowing what we know with that little moment with... Kirsten and the Nornstone. Uh, probably in the next Daredevil run, there's going to be a cover because we all know comics of Michael's or Matt's tombstone and a hand coming out of it holding the Nornstone, and then Michael's going to be back before we know it. Or they use that as a smoke screen so for why Matt is just back. He just go like, "Oh, the Nornstone." Yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, uh, but yeah, that's really uh, where that goes. And um, then after this, there is a new Daredevil spinning out of that. Uh, mm-hmm. Again, with Zdarsky and Chichetto. Um, yeah, it's these two a little bit are then. so good. They're such a good, like, creative team together. And, yeah. like, this is going to go down as, like, one of the best Daredevil runs. Like, it's like Frank Miller, Mark Wade. And then, like this, it, it's spectacular. It is really wonderful. Um, and I, I really wanted to do this story for a while, so I'm glad we got to do it. Uh, Hell yeah! That's gonna be our show for this episode. Uh, thank you all for joining us through this. Mm-hmm. Um, some of you have noticed in your feed, uh, there's a, a new thing in there called Splash Pages. That is a new, more structured. Uh, show that I'm going to do um, once a month um, that's going to pair with this show 
Um, the first episode is uh, about uh, Tim Drake, about uh, his run in the 90s and how I think the more soap opera uh, elements of comics are really exemplified in that. Um, the next episode, I'm, I'm cooking it up now. Um, it is either, I said it earlier uh, in Discord, it is going to be one of two things. Uh, it is either going to go great and people are going to know what I mean, or Hell yeah. someone is going to uh, send me a picture of my home. Uh, <laughs> one of the two. Uh, but we'll find out. You can follow the show on uh, Twitter and now Instagram and YouTube at MCMFPod. I'm also I'm going to be uploading uh, the episodes over time to YouTube. Uh, so if you prefer to use that or whatever, that'll be there. I'm going to post some of the videos there uh, as shorts to try and uh, market things out further. Um, you can follow me uh, on Twitter at Archer Arios, A-R-X-H-E-R-A-R-I-O-S. The X is a C. Don't make me explain it. Uh, Gary, you got anything you want to uh, plug there? Uh, no, my, my Twitter handle is Fairy Stature, spelt in the traditional fairy of F A E R I E. But I don't do much of that. It's like my public facing account for like work and stuff. Right. Nothing exciting ever happens on there. So it's fine. All right. And uh, thank you all again for joining us through this. And we will catch you next time. Hell yeah. <laughs>